Hello, everyone. Welcome to Riot Act, the alternative music podcast. This is episode 82. My name is Stephen Hill. This gentleman to my left-hand side is Mr. Renfrey Deadman. Hello. How you doing, mate? I'm very, very good. Good, good. Really excited today. uh, Sat in between the pair of us is a very special guest. It's Miss Justine. No, not Miss, is it? Mrs. 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 Justine Irwin? Erwin uh, Jones. Erwin yeah. Jones. Jones. I was very, really attached to my JJ. Very 21st century. Right. So I'm going to start my rap career real soon. You so. should. <laughs> yeah. Keep it I mean, DJ I came JJ. up. With, I came up with a name beforehand, J Dog, which I think you're 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 with, aren't you? You'll go with that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. That's inoffensive. We should we long and hard about that. <laughs> we should say that Justine is incredibly polite, and uh, she won't be going with that at all. And she thinks it's nonsense. I'm sure. Oh no, but it's really gone fine. to the press. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, congratulations! On you. We did say, I think, on the show, didn't we? Say we did. We gave you a little shout out on the show. Yeah. 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 How's it? How's out. it been? How's yeah, it's really life? good. I mean, he's in in Tokyo at the moment yeah. with, uh, yeah. with Renounce. With Renounce, yeah. so I'm we very hoping, jealous. We were hoping for Sammy to join us, but he's with um, that other band. No, he's he's uh, yeah, he's in he's in Japan. He's in too Meeting many bands. Pikachu and and the Ooh. and the dog buses. You know, they have like buses that are furry and they have like the dog's ears. Really? Yeah, I've yeah, seen that. I, I, that's so cool. Like like the cat bus in like the cat bus in what's the Ghibli? Dumb and Dumber. Oh, Not <laughs> my uh, my neighbour Totoro. My neighbour Totoro. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh yes. Uh, anyway, Toro, that's kind of personal. We should probably yes. talk more about yeah, yeah, your. Yeah. This isn't about this podcast. <laughs> yeah, isn't about your marriage. It's all about <laughs> me. What's married life like, Justin? <laughs> it's like oh god, what's that show? So like his um, mum and sister watch this. Um, oh, was it? Real Housewives of Potomac. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, it could be, it could be like the that. The Real Housewives of Holy <laughs> like, War. I had to, I had to like, maybe I had to we look should, maybe, Potomac was, and it's Maryland. Maybe we should have an arm of Riot Act, which is like MTV Cribs, except it's like Riot Act marriages, and we yeah. get yeah. in on the like marriages. It's quite interesting, because what we've got is, today we've got somebody married, mm. somebody divorced, and somebody who's just never found anyone. Sitcom? <laughs> That. We could sell that to the BBC. It could just be our daily, daily lives. Sammy like, one's happy, dinner. one's bitter, and one's always been lonely. What's <laughs> going to happen next? Sad, bitter, and lonely. Is that an episode title? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, musicism.net is where you can go to watch that sitcom. Uh, um, no, it's not. It's where you can go. There are friends of people at Musicism. Go over there. They sign up for some courses uh, to improve your skills as a musician for the guitarist for the producer for the vocalist they do them all for 9.99 a month they're really really good i say it every week i mean it every week and get 25 percent off when you put in the code right in capitals at the checkout uh we should talk more to you about the professional stuff rather than the personal stuff justine um just released a reimagining a reworking of one of your hits Oh Haven't yeah, you? yeah. Uh, with uh, with Drew from Straight from the Path. Yeah. Um, how did that come about? It's very good, by the way. Oh, uh, thank you do you much. like it, Renfrey? Mm. Just went to have some coffee, but yes, I like it very much. Okay, fine. <laughs> we just need to establish that. Um, yeah. How, how did that come about? What was the thinking um, behind that? So we wanted, like, we really liked uh, that song and the album. We kind of wanted to sort of like redraw attention back to it. Um, and we always like the idea of sort of doing something different with one of our tracks. Um, so Sammy just basically reworked it uh, with Lewis, who recorded the album. Um, Lewis Johns? Yeah, Lewis Johns. We wanted a bit of like, 
kind of half rapping. Well, it's not really. Is it rapping? Yeah. It is rapping. It's yeah. rapping. It's rapping. Mm. You can't get away with it. I know you're trying to come on here and be Mrs. Hardcore. Well, basically. It's rapping on it. Yeah, you've had people sort of say, there was a lot of comparisons to new metal um, mm. uh, when the Eternal Forward Motion first came out. And I think Harsh Truth was uh, the, uh, the song that a lot of people yeah. said that. So rather than trying to shy away from it, you've kind of gone, yeah. Fucking I was going to say, shine away from it. <laughs> I interviewed you for Hammer before the album came out. And it's all Rob. I know Robbie's... I mean, he's not here anymore. As soon as that out, All like... he spoke about was new metal <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> the whole time I was like, but there's no scratching on the tracks. And he was like, we wanted some. <laughs> got vetoed. <laughs> yeah. And then he got vetoed. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. We're all good terms. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a lot of chat about new metal when before the album came out. Uh when the album came out but in a I think in a good way yeah. not in a kind of I sort of you know negative way I think new metal's kind of come around to being well we'll talk about this a little bit later I mean I'm new sure. metal's just sick like I, anyone who pretends it's a guilty pleasure it's not guilty it's just a pleasure mm. I mean so, generally so I think the thing with it is it's easy to rip the piss out of, isn't it? Because there were so many colourful characters in it oh, and yeah. all that kind of thing. And it was larger than life and all mm. that sort of thing. And let's face it, there were many, many, many very bad new metal bands. But the pinnacle, the peak of the genre is fucking incredible. Mm. So, you know. Yeah. So um, I don't know what that's got to do with anything really, but... Uh... No. Um, <laughs> we should also say you're about to go on tour with Palm Reader and... Cruelty. Cruelty. Very sick. Very good saved. Um, and, uh, oh, around the UK. That's probably the best way UK, to do it. <laughs> UK and, and Germany and Netherlands. Oh, fuck. Wow, cool. Where are you nice. going to the Netherlands? Um, oh, I don't even know. Uh, okay. It begins with an N. It's got a J in the middle. Ninja. No, I don't know. Neiman. Ninja. Yes. Neiman. Yes, that's the one. I know from the football team. Look at, look at cultural it's Steve. It's the football team. Uh, Always. He's not the only thing I know any the name of anywhere from or because of <laughs> is of because they have a football team. <laughs> that would be the only reason. Uh, and I believe that team got in the UEFA Cup around sort of 95. Lovely stuff. They played Newcastle. Got beat. I'm just going to agree because I don't yeah. know. That was sort of Kevin Keegan era at <laughs> Newcastle. You can oh, tweet me keeks. and see if it's... Yeah. Anyway, on this week's show... Uh, we'll uh, well, we should we'll, just say we'll the, the tour starts in, a, in about a week's time if you're yeah. listening to this today. It comes out. I think that's right. Oh, Seventh, yeah, 6th of March. I really need to March. do some stuff for that. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Only <laughs> it's a week, it's a week in, in a couple of if days. If you can put yeah. us up on your floor, <laughs> let me know. What do you need? Anyway, so this week on the show, by the way, we're doing new albums from Five Finger Death Punch, The Nova Twins, Sightless pit tundra and intranaut so a fairly mixed week pretty mixed yeah pretty mixed in um, in, in every conceivable way yes I would say. uh and if you go over to our patreon page patreon.com forward slash right act podcast you can contribute some money financially if you so nah. wish we've been doing some right ears reviews we've also been working behind the scenes regarding our best albums ever series that we're going to mm -hmm. be doing mm -hmm. soon slight delay on that but it is coming yeah, sorry everyone. That feels like, kind of feels like that's my fault. We're trying. To, no, no, it's not your fault. I'm excited about. We're it. trying. To, we're just trying to make sure that we launch it right. Yeah, let's just put, say that. But we're, we're going to that. Yeah. Um, last week, uh, guys, we were talking about Greg Dully from the Afghan Wigs solo record, mm. and we said it's probably not as good as the, the Afghan Wigs. As you went back to 1965, by the way, and I listened, which a lot of people told me to listen to. What a great record, by the way. Just as oh, an okay. aside, yeah, really good. Um, but. We were like, has anyone ever gone solo after being in a successful band 
and done something better. It's pretty rare. Mm. A lot of people have got in contact and have yeah, said with lots there, of is a, there is a few. There is a few people. Yeah. Um, Bradders, I just want to say, I've actually this is from the download forum and from Twitter and a few on our Facebook mm. page. But um, Bradders on the on the download forum said, "The only one I can make a real case for is Peter Gabriel." Peter Gabriel? I mean, I like Peter Gabriel solo stuff. Mm. Don't give up. Him and Kate Bush. That's fucking class. <laughs> and I don't really care for Genesis at all. So I'm, I'll, I'll allow it. I don't feel knowledgeable enough about either, really. Uh, um, and I don't know. You've never discussed Same the love of Genesis to me. No. Uh, so I don't it's, think... Um, <laughs> it's a whole grey area of... Uh, you know, not because they're old, but... <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. <laughs> you are so old. They is like well old. <laughs> they is like well old. Um, but I will, ha- I will happily go with it. I, 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 I would be happy to accept that. To uh-huh. be honest, so that's a good uh-huh. shout. Uh, Rich Hobson, um, he said Hello, Rich. he's got a few actually. Um, he said the scope of Ginger Wildheart solo material to the Wildhearts definitely a controversial one. That's but quite maybe. controversial. Um, always preferred Danzig to the Misfits. Um, I would agree with that personally. Bon Jaws here. Uh, Justine, Danzig or the Misfits? Mm, I don't really listen to either much. Okay. That's okay. All right, yeah, That's all right. um, <laughs> Devin Townsend. Um, it's an interesting one. Yeah, I think there is a strong argument to be made for that. Although I was listening to uh, City yesterday. Oh, and, great. Uh, oh, what a record. But, yeah, I mean, the breadth of Devin's work since he left Strapping Young Lad is just so broad. And Strapping Young Lad... <clears throat> I think they were relatively broad for quote unquote an extreme band, but I don't. Yeah, no, I'd go with Devon Townsend. I'd be, I'd, I'd mm. go with that. I think that's fair. Do you have any strong thoughts either way on that one, Justine? Uh, I kind of like them both in their own right, really. Yeah, I find them. Mm. I find that quite hard to. I love, I love things. strapping, and I'm really excited about that Bloodstock set when they're going to be doing some strapping songs, and you know, incredible band. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing they're doing some um, strapping material for the first time since the Retinal Circus, I think, which yeah. is about a good ten years or so. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. They're so different from one another, aren't they? Ishan. Oh, yeah. Not a bad shout. Um. And he says Scott Walker as well, which I would be like, yeah. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Scott Walker. Yeah. Scott Walker. Works, yeah. I would take Scott Walker. Um. Uh. There's a few other. Uh, suggestions which I'm just kind of trying to find at the moment um, somebody said uh, Noel Gallagher which <laughs> I think is oh definitely no. not not, not <laughs> no. for me um, Justin Timberlake I think Justin Timberlake Justin Timberlake's a fucking stunning shout yeah yeah, like, yeah. I suppose Stella. you'd have to have Michael Jackson wouldn't you over the Jackson 5 of course you would yeah mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah absolutely yeah. Um, uh, someone else said is oh, div- Beyonce or Destiny's Child? That's I, a tough one. Well, listen, I'm. I mean, I know. I, I would own. I would only listen to Destiny's Child. Interesting. What's your beef with Beyonce? I just don't. I. I. I, it, I just don't like it as much. I just don't like the more modern stuff. I. I'm, Destiny's Child felt more kind of fun to me. I thought. Love on top. 
I don't even know what that is. Or oh, the single ladies. Da, da. I don't like do that. that. You can probably do the notes. Oh, the single ladies. Oh, there the single go. ladies. I, oh, I mean, I don't really listen to Beyonce. I should probably listen to Lemonade because everyone says how great that is. So that Lemonade film is fucking excellent. Okay. The uh, film she released with well, it. Oh, you a dark horse. Really. <laughs> <laughs> you coming yes, out indeed. with Beyonce chat. <laughs> yeah. No. No. But I like. Yeah, it's, For it's a man who thinks like Pig Destroyer <laughs> or a pop band. <laughs> Um, you like strong independent women. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the but the lemonade film is like it's like uh, seventy minutes and it sort of accompanies the album and it's kind of, it's very Michael Jackson in its you know how Michael Jackson used to do these like fifteen minute long music videos yeah. for for you know a five minute song mm. it's sort of like that it's like a mini movie which represents the lemonade album and yeah um, it's very good okay um, somebody said are we having Devolver over mm. Ruben, Jamie Lenman. Oh. Now, I, mm. I'm going to say I personally I probably would, because I don't have a very very strong emotional connection to Ruben, mm. but I do love and I do love Devolver. Mm. I really like all the Ruben albums, but I'm not one of those mad Ruben fans. When I say mad Ruben fans, I mean they they have. I, I am quite a strong. I am one of those mad Ruben fans. Yeah. So 100%. you're not having it. Um, someone actually, I saw that post and um, someone did actually say I'd probably have it over very fast and very dangerous, um, but not race car or in nothing we trust. And I think I'd agree with that assessment personally. Okay. Okay. Um, Rock the Caspar upset me on, on the download forum. It upset me quite a lot. He suggested... Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, over you, were, you were not happy about now, that. That is absolutely in, an absurd suggestion. I'm sorry, but that is borderline offensive to me. I oh, I'm so worried about how Steve's going to react. There I can, <laughs> yeah, there yeah, can yeah, be yeah, no. Right. I have to do this every week. Unbelievable. <laughs> I so I've confess. I can't remember if I've confessed this to you in person or not. But I've never been a massive Orchestra of Wolves fan. Uh, and I would take, uh, yeah, I'd take Blossom over uh, ridiculous. Orchestra of Wolves. Yeah. What do you think, Just, I mean, Justine? On any of that? Are you were you big on Gallows? Do you know what? Like, I yeah, I really like them, but like, I, I was never as into them as like for some reason in my school. You're either like really into Enter Shikari or Gallows. Oh. And I really liked Enter Shikari. What a weird I saw them at the like is... it was weird. There was like different little weird pockets. It's a very weird place, folks. So what <laughs> when I was a kid it was Guns N' Roses or Metallica. Yeah, so yeah, you're yeah, certainly yeah, showing yeah. your age there, I'd tell you. But that. here here it's Watford versus St Albans. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, yeah, I mean it's, it's a bit bit B. No, nah, it wasn't at all. It was just um Yeah, I listened to Enter Shikari a lot because I really liked the bright colours. The bright colours. Yeah, the bright oh, oh, colours right. of their light shows. Because I saw them yeah. at the Hammersmith Palais. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. But um, hey. I, I, do you know what? I do like both Frank Carter and Gallows, but I think for me, Gallows. Yeah, it's got to be Gallows. I don't... Yeah, I like don't Grey I mean, Gra- for Great Britain alone. Yeah, I, yeah. I was, I was going to say, I don't think Great Britain is the absolute best record out of mm. that any of member of that band has released. Mm. And it I'd speaks still, to our souls as well. Yeah, Very yeah, British right. Grey soul. Yeah. I, I think the only... Frank Carter album. The only Frank Carter album, the Rattlesnake album that I would listen to, is Blossom, 
and I still don't think Blossom is as good as Orchestra of Wolves. I still really like that one he released last year. I know it dropped off for a lot of people, but yeah. uh, End of Suffering was almost in my top 20 last year. So. Yeah. Um, this would be a, a kind of no-brainer. Nick Cave moving the... on really quickly. Yeah, well, no, mate, it's fine. Um, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds or with a birthday fine. party not big enough? Um, I, I, Nick Cave, absolutely. But yeah, yeah birthday party was so small. But, but yeah, yeah. Mm. Although, you know, it is Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. I mean, there are Nick Cave records. It's not, is, is it solo? You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I would question that. I don't think it's actually solo. From Her to Nick Eternity was... But then Frank Carter and the Rattlesnake. So well, true, that. true, true, true. And we're about mm. to talk about Frank Turner and the Sleeping Souls. Mm. But then Frank Turner's obviously got... Frank Turner of A Million Dead. Uh, that's this... Henny the Knight. Um, he said, Frank Turner is better than A Million Dead. That's debatable. What's not debatable is knee jerk are better than old punk speaks. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, I I love Frank and Million Dead. Um, whilst I like a lot of Frank's material, I think if I could only listen to one Frank album for the rest of my life, it would probably be Harmony No Harmony by Million Dead. Cool. Uh, yeah. Also, Mongol Horde. I think are fucking excellent as well. So. Okay. Not the question. But nope. Good. Um, <laughs> just a nice. Any more for any, any any that you've thought of over the week? I mean, Justin, anything? Any advances on Justin Timberlake? Um, Which is probably oh, the best one. I mean, to I'm not sure if he's vetoed, but uh, <coughs> Morrissey versus the Smiths. Oh, the Smiths. Comfortably. Yeah, the Smiths for me as well. Yeah, yeah I'd say the Smiths. Uh, I've got one which might make people go, "Ooh." I'm not saying overall, but "Love Angel Music Baby" by Gwen Stefani is better than any No Doubt album. Oh. I've not, I've not oh, heard it. Oh, that is hard. Yeah. Oh. Not saying she's better as a solo artist yeah. than No Doubt were, but she... that album is better than any No Doubt album. But it's kind of tough I'm though, because that. I feel like, I know it's still in the pop realm, but I feel like they're quite different in their own right a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they are. I think like, what was the the last No Doubt album with Hella Good and all that on it was very similar. It was mm. like, she just went a little bit further on that first one. I don't really like anything she did after that, but that first solo record is fucking brilliant. Really good. As a trade-off suggestion, right there. It's a great record. Mm. Mm. It is really good. Fight me. Um, I was thinking. My home now. I was thinking about this a little bit, um, and I wondered how far back you can go because I mean, you could attribute Neil Young, for example, because of um, uh, he was in um, Crosby. Was it Crosby, Stills and Nash? Yeah, Crosby, Stills um, and Nash and Young. You know, you could, you could. That could be debatable. You could also put um, Springsteen and. Bruce Springsteen, the E Street Band. No, I wasn't going to suggest that. I was going to suggest uh, Eric Clapton and Cream. Yeah, in theory. I mean, I would still. I think I'd, I'd probably go with Cream to be honest, but 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 there's a lot of people who would go for Clapton. Yeah. You know, I mean, in theory, there are loads if you think about it. We were just having a brain fart last week, I guess. Mm. Um, but yeah, Kim Gordon over Sonic Youth. No, Ooh, oh, uh, that you album was strange. Oh, right? you yeah, listened to it. Real strange. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Rough Trade are all over that shit. But yeah. It's been yeah. so well reviewed. She's just actually announced a, uh, a tour, her first tour mm. this, this week. I'm I'm a big, I really like Sonic Youth a lot. And I'm, I've am i got a lot of time for Kim Gordon. I think she's wonderful. And I wanted to like it so much. And I, I hate it's just it. a bit odd. It wasn't bad. It was just weird. But I don't know if it was a good yeah. weird. I'd was say weird it's for weird sake? Yeah. I mean? Yeah. It felt a yes. bit, I, I, it was a bit desperate. Yeah. What I thought. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. That's worse yeah. than bad, isn't it? Yeah, desperate, it's desperate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Steve>. <laughs> um, anyway, before we move on to reviews, I've got, I have to talk about this band. Mm. 
right? So last week, um, I went to the Ozzy Osbourne album launch party. We spoke about Ozzy Osbourne and his album Ordinary Man last week. Surely we need to talk about your tattoo. Yes, I went and got for Metal Hammer magazine. If you know how much I was getting paid to give up my flesh, like... (laughs) Apparently, Rita Ora got paid two million. She had a big tax bill or some sort of fallout with her management and had a big load of money. So she posed naked in a magazine and she got paid two million quid to pay off this thing. Um, I had my chest exposed and got the the name of Ozzy Osbourne tattooed on the side of my body for quite a significantly lower <laughs> amount of money, which um, Some was it makes me feel inferior to Rita Ora. And I've never felt like that before. I always thought I was better than Rita Ora. Was it three figures or two figures? It was two. <laughs> <laughs> High two, though. Like right two, at the yeah, very yeah. top. 99 pounds, 99. I would definitely, if I could up it to that, I'd be dead happy. I don't, um, I don't want to. I don't want to turn the air blue or salacious or anything. But are yeah. you willing to show the tattoo on your um, on the? It's on. It's go to Mel. Oh, it's a webcam as well. Go to Mel. This camera is bad enough as it is. Brazzers thing. No, I'm not willing to do that. It's on. No, it's on our Facebook and our Twitter. Yeah. It's on the fucking Metal Hammer website. It's on their Facebook page. Yeah. It's on everything else showing it. And you've got more nudie pics on the internet than I do. I yeah. know. It's embarrassing, yeah, right? I could I be part of the Patreon. We should have done that. No, CD. No one needs to. What's annoying is that it was two CD days. <laughs> two days after the Brits, where I'd been eating all those biscuits and drinking loads, and so I was all bloated and disgusting. I I lost weight. I looked alright two weeks ago. I looked alright. I look at those pictures. I look like something that is about to be. I look like I look like some like Thanksgiving dinner. Like it's awful. <laughs> Big fat piece of shit that I am. I fucking hate myself. Anyway, um, right, thank you for thank you. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, they show me this picture. Oh, it's up. And they're like, yeah, your nipple is the the fucking thumbnail. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Uh, thank anyway, you. thank you to everyone who gave us captions for that as well. For yeah, the, for the yeah. caption competition Thanks. where we had Stephen Payne uh, getting really his one tattoo. Uh, Steve, Stephen, a lot of pain, uh, uh, half naked, getting uh, Ozzy Osbourne tattoo. Do you want to know something and as well? What was I, the caption? The, the, well, quite there were a lot, there were quite, quite a, a, quite a, a few. Yeah. Um, do you want to know? They said to me, I'm not just saying this to look like a hard man. They said to me. Um, can you pull a face that makes it look like you're in pain because you're just sort of sitting there? And, and so I went, oh, so it wasn't even real. Nonsense. Hope yourself in the <laughs> eye. I, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Nah, come on. Um, yeah, because some guys are giving me shit on Twitter going, you pussy. And I was like, it's not, it's just... It's artistic license, mate. Anyway, um, yeah, so I went to that. And as I was there, after I got my tattoo, I went back and got the free... It's red. It is, yeah, it's red. Um, <laughs> I went back and got a, got a beer from the sins and um i bumped into uh john o'sullivan hello john if you're listening i'm gonna send this to him because he said uh i'm working with this band um it's just a dude that i know he's working with this band can you please come up and see them they're playing at the black heart upstairs you know we've put them on after the aussie playback finishes right and i was a bit like i've just got a tattoo i'm really tired i can't really be asked <laughs> but he kept sort of badgering me. So I was like, I'll go up and I'll watch a little bit of it just to be polite. Mm. And the band are called Mother Vulture. They're mm. from Bristol. Yes, they are. And I intended to stay for like a song, half a song. And I ended up staying for the whole thing. And I shit you not, the last time I saw a band that I'd just never heard of before, 
come on and make me go, oh my fucking God, would probably be... <laughs> Maybe. Like, <laughs> when you guys supported... Um, you played the Black Heart in 2015 yes. with... Veya? Vales. Yeah, Veils, right? And I remember seeing that and being like, this band are really, really good. But they are better than you were then, to be honest, Justine. No offence. They must be terrific. Yeah, they fight. are. Fight. Um, <laughs> fight, fight, fight. I would say Baby Godzilla. Yeah. Funnily, you, funnily enough, uh, funny you say that because I met Brody, who is the guitarist of Mother Vulture, yeah. when I had my little trip with the Haggard Cat Boys mm -hmm. when they were... Uh, uh, touring with dead kennedys in the czech republic last year goodness yeah. me and haggard cat obviously used to be in heck used to be in baby godzilla my oh. god all the connections mm. dead now cat. oh it was right. yeah oh, atrocious anyway uh, <laughs> so haggard cat were great there's about oh, yeah. 15 people in the black heart and they came on and they dress quite dapper and straight yes. away i thought oh, they dress like one of those young kind of classic rock e bands so i was thinking oh god are they going to be like rival sons or great but you know like Absolutely we don't not. really cover the sort of classic rock stuff particularly the modern bands doing that classic rock stuff mm. because it's you know i mean what have we ever done from that Gre greta van greta fleet, van fleet. Greta van fleet. and i had literally nothing positive to say about greta van fleet my yeah. favorite review of that album i think it might have been pitchfork or someone big like Sound that mode. was like Oh, this band sound like they smoked weed exactly once. <laughs> <laughs> I, I genuinely, I have no opinion on them. I haven't listened to them or anything. I, I just was like, oh, I'm not going to listen to that because that's not for me. Do you like Led but Zeppelin? I just thought that. Oh, I love Led Zeppelin. Well, then you, there's no reason why you wouldn't like Grand Van Fleet, in my opinion. There's but, quite yeah. a few reasons. <laughs> Interesting. The, fact, the fact that you like Led Zeppelin, I'd I'll, say, I'll is quite a listen. big reason why they you wouldn't. A, they sound a lot like Led Zeppelin. Mm. It's like a sort of training bra Led Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> And um, anyway, but so they came on. I thought, oh, no, are they going to be one of those boring kind of, you know, strutty rock and roll bands? And then they just went absolutely fucking ballistic. Yeah. And it's this unbelievable meld of like the vocalist sings like Perry Farrell. So it's like very, very high pitch, very dramatic you know, like high register, but then occasionally he'll like really scream. And musically, it's kind of, it is like kind of psychedelic garage rock, but played with a kind of holy raw edge. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so like yeah, yeah, they okay. can be fucking heavy and they were going Dillinger Escape Plan crazy. Mm -hmm. Now I've listened to them on Spotify. You can listen to them on Spotify. I would suggest you do that. It's pretty good. Like the songs I heard on Spotify, I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. But it is nothing compared to what they are live. Mm. They could be massive, I think. They could be massive. If they get that, like if, if you get that kind of like a modern version of the MC5, but with actual song, but with, you know, like doing a kind of crazy mathy, but melding it with like garage rock, that kind of hipstery 60s classic rock thing if they can find a way to meld that and write songs and some of the songs that they played in that set are not on spotify mm. i mean there's one i think it was the second to last one which is a real kind of slow burning sort of slow build really kind of warped psychedelic sounding thing where it, and, and then it just fucking went 
bananas at the end. They are fucking amazing live. I fucking amazing. I'm really intrigued about them, and they've been on my radar since uh, since being in a van with uh, Brody, the guitarist, for about 48 hours. Um, and they had a new song out. I cannot remember the name of it, but I remember it was exactly two minutes long. Like it's yeah. really short, it's like sharp. Minutes, Twenty long, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, they had a new song at that point, and I, I was like, yeah, these guys are great, you know. And I've been meaning to. Get, Brody's invited me to shows a couple of times, and I just haven't been able to make it. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, they, they've been on my radar, and I'm excited to see them. When like, they next really back. do. If you get the chance, if you're, I mean, if you're a fan of like rock, if you're a fan of rock music, garage rock, you will probably think, oh my god, they're amazing. There's sort of band where you look at it and you go, they would fit brilliantly in Kerrang, but they'd also fit brilliantly in classic rock. Right. Like, I don't know how many back now. There's maybe there's a chance they might sort of slip between the cracks. You think like they might be a little bit too analog for the Kerrang kids. They might be a bit too wild for the classic rock fans. But I mean, there's definitely something that is mad exciting about that. Cool. Like I say, if you like the idea of the doors fronted by Perry Farrell being sort of taken over by heck. Mm, yes. That's your band. Yes. I so like that go and see them. They're fucking great. They've got like 80 followers on Twitter at the moment. Yeah. And they've done two London. That was their second ever London show. And there's yes. about 20. It started as there's about 15 people there. By the end, there was maybe about like 30 people. I must have been invited to their first London show then. Um, yeah, it was. It was last August. Yeah, so and it was, yeah, I think it was halfway through the day. Right. Yes, uh, yes, like, that does. Yes, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. It was some all day and there was apparently there was like three people there. Yeah. So yeah. this is like. Doesn't sound like an all day at all. <laughs> 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 uh, so this is like very, very, very early days. Mm. But I think they are a band to massively keep your eye on. Both both Matt and Tom, uh, who've both been on the show before, uh, were very enthusiastic about Mother Vulture and kept saying to me privately, you really need to check them out. I mean, so, they've yeah. got, yeah, I think like them with Haggard Cat would make all the sense in the world. I believe they've done dates with Haggard Cat. I can't yeah, remember. That but, would make yeah. sense. Yeah. That would make a lot of sense. Uh, anyway, yeah, Mother Vulture. Remember that name because they're fucking great. Um, all right, should we do some reviews? Better guys? than employed to serve Stephen Hill twenty. Better than employed to serve circa two thousand fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Before you had an album out, <laughs> they haven't got an album out either. Justine's gonna rip his head off and shit down his neck <laughs> after this. <laughs> you were very I'm good. Not, you were very she's good. She's very back feral then. when you she's were very not on good camera. Back then, don't get me wrong. You were very It'll very be good. This microphone next week. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Okay. Oh god! You know, just because you Kerrang's album of the year, <laughs> well, Stephen, gotta just be like when you've the, won Kerrang album of the year, right? Yeah, yeah Mother and Vulture. you've been on Come the cover twice. You... I'll, let, I'll let you speak to me. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Uh, let's do some reviews. We've got quite a transatlantic um, and global feel to this week's reviews. We will be going to some of the the greatest cities in the world, LA. Uh, Madrid, London Town. Scunthorpe. <laughs> but we start with the greatest city of them all. America. <laughs> America is the greatest city of all. And fuck you, commie, if you don't like it. It's Five Finger Death Punch. Uh, the album is called F8. It is the eighth album. Uh, it's, not, it's not called F8, is it? It's called Fate. No, it is called F8. Oh. It is called F8. And I was specifically told that it had to be referred to as F8. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't though. make any sense. But hey, 
this is five finger death punch we're talking about america's most american band um <laughs> uh, as we spoke a couple of weeks ago five finger death punch has risen to the the, the the place where they are potentially well they're self-confirming themselves for for, for download for headline yeah, download yeah, yeah, yeah. uh their last album was and justice for none from 2018 which i have to confess i've never listened to I have you said that i've never listened to it either i have listened to five and death punch quite a lot Mm. Um, You've reviewed quite a few of them there. I think I'm the go-to dude for Five Finger Death Punch from Metal Hammer, I think. Um, But what I'm very interested in, Justine, uh, you are an upcoming young metal band. Oh, um, she this is she isn't the whole band. No, you are part uh, of part Justine of. and the employees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they serve Justine. Yeah. Um, your thoughts on Five Finger Death Punch and where they sit in the scene and, and how you feel about them as a band. I'm intrigued. They're just not for me. Like yeah. that kind of metal has just never resonated with me. It's like a kind of metal that I just, just don't, I, don't, I just forget it exists. Do you know what I mean? I know they're like massive. I don't know. I just, nah. I suppose when you say that kind of metal, it's, it's a sort of, um, I would view Five Finger Death Punch as a, band a bridging band for many many people i think mm. they would be a lot of people's my first metal band and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that everyone needs a my first metal band um it's just mine were metallica um who objectively are better than five finger death punch for many many reasons metallica wrote master of puppets and one and you know these grand extravagant songs which were as influenced uh, by Discharge as they were Bark, you know, mm. whereas Five Finger Death Punch, I hear a very, 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 very narrow pool of influence, yeah. uh, which is basically Pantera and... Um, disturbed. Disturbed. And, and and American radio rock is pretty much... Yeah, it's almost like Nickelback, but with me- more metal. Yeah. I, well, I really like Nickelback and I really like metal. So mm. for me, like the two should in theory go together really well, but... Mm. It's, it it's, it's the very kind of just I mean well I, 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 it obviously does though because they're massive and it does look very much like they are going to uh, headline download um, it, lo- <laughs> it looks like that that will happen mm-hmm. and um, you know this is inevitably going to be a massive record they're the big mac of metal aren't they basically mm. yeah. you know what you're going to get and um, you'll if if all you're looking for is like a basic perfunctory kind of meal to keep you going, that's what you're gonna. That's get. what you're gonna get. Hmm. Now, you say I'm not really into that sort of stuff, mm. and you mentioned Metallica. It's a different time, obviously. Different time. Um, I only mentioned new metal. I only mentioned Metallica because that was my entry yeah, point. To yeah, yeah, yeah. I would bring up as I did last time, new metal. And mm-hmm. the popularity of new metal <laughs> and how much Five Finger Death Punch have in common with not necessarily the best, but potentially the biggest things in new metal. Mm-hmm. They are cartoony. Mm-hmm. They are over the Larger top. than life. They are fairly one dimensional. Relatively, yeah. They are all about sort of chest beating bravado mm-hmm. and over the top theatrics. Mm-hmm. Um, that's new metal, right? There's there's certainly a lot of common parallels. There's a lot of bounce in what Five Finger Death Punch do, which is obviously a massive proponent of new metal as well. Mm. Um, I, 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 if anyone ever kind of 
decided to call them a new metal band, I would be like, oh, I don't, I think that's going a step too far. But there's definitely a lot of new metal yeah. Yeah. bits and pieces. I think they're it? definitely like a standalone thing, though, because they definitely have the more sort of radio rock Undoubtedly. thing going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah there's I, some good sing alongs on that album. Well, this I think this is something which we we well yeah Great we might as well get into the record. This is the thing I, I you you said to me, Steve, because um, yep. you got to hear this album a long long time ago. I was the first person in the UK to hear it. Ooh, Ooh go on then. A bit of a high big five going deal. on there. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Have you seen his big old dumbbells over there? <laughs> They're tiny. Cock. Do both of them in one. Whoa.Way. Um uh, but yeah, I put on and get them, and I'm like, leave me. <laughs> i don't think i don't think this album is strictly for for either of us really for any of us really but yeah, you can, it, it is for me <laughs> so i'm insinuating that you but you love it yeah you've seen how far he's rolled up his teeth but you you came back from being the first person to listen to it in the uk mm. and you said to me I'll tell you what, it's probably Five Finger Death Punch's best album. Yeah. And um, I've not listened to all of their albums. I have heard some of their albums. And based on the few that I've heard, I would concur that it probably is, to be honest. Mm. I was pretty taken aback by... I mean, we lo- I loaded this up and it's we've got the deluxe edition with bonus tracks and all that crap. Mm. So it's 55 minutes. Like I say, we're a big deal. <laughs> It's 55 minutes and 55 seconds long. You weren't happy with that, were you? I was not happy about that. I was like, 16 <laughs> fucking tracks. This is going to be a really testing, you know, I'm going to have to listen to this four or five times in order to review it. Um, and it was surprisingly not as painful as I thought it was going to be. And I think that is down to the fact that I'm going to give Ivan Moody credit here. There's some really good sing-along moments on this record. Yeah, well, the thing is, I say they're not for me, but don't. I'm probably going to get absolutely wrecked at download and still watch them and have a good time. Like I think they're like definitely a band that will be fun live. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Wembley show was great. Like I, it, it was, it was. I mean, here's the thing, right? Is I feel like I have a very Five Finger Death Punch are a weird band. For me, they're quite a, quite a kind of oxymoronic band in a lot of ways for me because there's I kind of there's so much about them that I want to dislike, but yet there's so much about them that I can't help but find myself sort of enjoying. They're a band that I don't think are a, a musically good, but yet I still find myself kind of wanting to listen to their music or enjoy having a nice time while their music's on that was sort of the point i was trying to make with the metallica yeah death punch comparison but yes yeah yeah um and i think people have a tendency to forget the stuff to forget what they liked when they were young Mm. Mm. do you know what i mean like i i think that i have sat here and i've taken the pit i've you know five and death punch have been the butt of many a joke on the show before yeah right as yeah. have nickelback and bullet for my valentine mm-hmm. and nickelback i'm, I'm afraid so i'm afraid just, so yes and blink 182 and green day and the difference <laughs> between five finger death punch and those bands is that i mean you know green day aside is that there, you know there is there is never going to be a point where i put where i have any enjoyment from bullet for my valentine or anything Green Day have done post Nimrod, right? I'm there isn't. I don't get any enjoyment out of that whatsoever. With Five Finger Death Punch, 
I actually do get, it kind of speaks to that, um, that kid who bought the Orgy album and enjoyed it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the kid in that, his tank top. Yeah. PBRs. Like, you know, <laughs> when I was listening to, you know, whatever the, like the ultra, ultra spank or whatever came out in new metal, like when I bought the spine chain album, the cold chamber album and just enjoyed the sound of beefy metal. Yeah. Like, yeah, they speak to that part of me and I can't deny, you know, I can't, deny that part of my past hey if five finger death punch had been around when i was 13 i probably would have been into them yeah but unfortunately they first released an album when i was 22 yeah so 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 i wasn't but mm. but yeah. yeah we should absolutely acknowledge that if we were younger we'd probably fucking love this band. and you know and even when i was like 26 like 27 when they first came out you know those early albums i wasn't listening to particularly challenging types of metal mm. you know i was just starting to get into opeth and i was just starting to get into mastodon i was just sort of really discovering a lot of that stuff i was much more into more challenging hardcore or mm. you know electronic music metal to me always was just like you know bang and blood like that's the fucking that's the world that i grew up in mm. you know fear factory and biohazard and bands like that i know those bands are better than five finger death punch and them all more credible than five finger death punch but you know i would argue this album is better than the last couple of Fear Factory albums before they split up, the ones without Dino. I would argue this is better than a lot of the stuff that Inflames have put out over the last uh, decade or so. God, it's sad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't think this record is this for me it is the best Five Finger Death Punch album. Mm. And it's not really doing anything new. I think the production on it is better. Mm. Like it sound they they sound like the heavy bits are heavier and the more melodic, but you know, are, are mm. more melodic. Mm -hmm. And there are a couple of fucking rages on there. Like this is war. Yeah. It's a fucking rager. Is like, that the really technical one? Yeah. I mean, it would say really, really technical. technical. That's the one that could be a kind of like, say a fear fact that got a Dino Cazares style, you know, yeah. riff, you know, one of those kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would stop short of saying Meshuggah, obviously, but yeah, like yeah, a yeah. tech, a tech metal riff. There's a, there's a, there's a tech element to it. I mean, if, yeah, if, if, you know, Night Versus are your favorite band, you're probably going to be disappointed, but it's, yeah, there's definitely, definitely taken a tech. They've clearly taken that from, you know, the, the gent scene, as we used to call it. Yeah. Back um, in the day. um, yeah, uh, like Full Circle has a massive chorus i'm never gonna change the world you know yeah um fucking f8 the instrumental into inside out it's yeah. ma a massive starter it's, it's like a big really start, yeah. bombastic you know it's it's borderline kind of power metally and i do applaud five finger death punch i mean again i think the one they'll talk about a lot is a little bit off um mm. and I, I'm I, a little bit off today. I do applaud five finger death punch for not just going okay, well, we'll just do the same thing again. Like they do at least appear to have some modicum of thirst for, and they are unapologetic about the fact that this is, they want to be big and they are this fucking huge. We're the metal band for the people who just want to fucking drink, neck their beers and bang their heads yeah. and go to NASCAR. I, I mean, that is pretty fun, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it, is. it is fun. Yeah. I, I have to confess. I, I, I'm really impressed from a sort of songwriting perspective with a little bit off because it is a for want of a better word it's a five finger death punch ballad quote unquote it's nickelback meets everlast is yeah. what my girlfriend mm. actually said and i was like oh shit that's kind of right but but getting a ballad to work in an arena setting is a very tricky tall order i mm. think um and i i'm 
uh, you know, a little bit. Oh, I mean, I can't. I'm singing it in my head now. I, I, it is really catchy. Mm. I don't particularly like it, if I'm honest, because it's not to, suited to my taste. Can't deny it's a well-written song, though. Like it's, it's, you know, it's good. Like it's, it's. They have a formula and they they're sticking to it really well, and it's working for them. Um, I think Ivan Moody's melodies on this record are generally really good. He reminds me of Corey Taylor a lot on this record. Stone Sour, Corey Taylor, yeah. more than Slipknot's with Corey Taylor, obviously. But um, I would, I'm beginning to think of, on, based on this record alone, I don't think Corey Taylor's brilliant at writing melodic lines. He's got the odd one here and there, which is really, really good. Mm. But I prefer his vocal style in Slipknot than I do. I can't yeah, think of many memorable really vocal like, hooks that he's written in like Stone, Stone Sour. But in terms of that kind of like writing a vocal hook, I've got to give Ivan Moody credit. He's pretty, well, based on this record, he's pretty damn good at it. I mean, his lyrics are fucking atrocious. As oh, always. yeah. I mean, of course. But, but, but that, you remember them. Though. But you remember them. Exactly. You remember them. They're re- you pick them up really quickly. Really quickly. I mean, that's perfect for when you're like, them for the first time yeah there's a nursery rhyme simplicity to it which is which is easy to sneer at and easy to go oh it's rubbish but it's also actually a very astute and clever move because the nursery rhyme simplicity you pick it up really mm. quickly mm. so you know I, I i think it's kind of yeah it's a bit of a i i, I it's a weird one isn't it i, I i'm never going to return to this record no i don't think mm. no no but i have to download though yeah I, do you know what? Yeah. This is the thing, right? I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I, I will go and watch Five Finger Death Punch. Like, and I have, and the thing is, you know, you've heard me on this show, take the pit, oh, fucking Five Finger Like, I say it all the time. And then when I actually listen to them, I sort of, when this first started and it was like strings and stuff, the first time mm-hmm. I heard it and I was sat mm-hmm. in that office, I was like, I went there, like, I'm going to fucking slate this. Yeah. I'm going to fucking yeah. slate this record can't wait i'm gonna give him like such a you're right because i was like it's over it's over it's got to be over five in death much eight albums in it's over and it came on and i was like fucking strings and i was like it's actually quite stirring but it's only the intro <laughs> and then the first song came on and i was like yeah well they right, got a big opening song fair enough and then it doesn't like the quality of it it takes until probably the last it's really from uh, sort of this is war it takes quite a bit of a dip after this is war and it is bar too the long la- bar the last track though which the the um uh brighter side of gray uh, i'm not including the bonus tracks yeah, okay. they're rubbish yeah but brighter side of gray is a is a great track i i absolutely agree with you after this is war it takes a drip dip but then there's mm. one last hurrah at the end i think mm. in my opinion yeah it's a good but, song, yeah. but it's it, it is remarkably consistent i think is what you're yeah saying. it is really consistent surprisingly and, and uh <laughs> And, you know, and there were bits in it where I was like, oh, fucking hell, like, you know, Jason Hook plays some really good leads on it. Yeah, and there it, is, some really, it is Jason Hook, there's, to be clear. Yeah, there <laughs> yeah. are some really good leads on it. And I was like, you know, what I used to hate about Five Finger Death Punch, and this is like, I mean, this is where, like, your band, Justine, where I'm like, that's, when we when we got your last album, I was like, that's what these metal bands should sound like. That's what a metal band should, should have, that fucking ferocious, like, raw ripping guitar tone and five finger death punch have never had that for me that was always the thing where i was like it always sounds like it's underwater or it's like someone just hitting a bit of wood mm. do you know what i mean it never sort of like really like that they get the sort of chug but the chug was like rather than it really ripping and this one they've changed the whatever they've done has given it so much the the tonality of the guitars just makes it sound so much heavier yeah. and it's really improved everything about them i think just from 
just from that like let's make our guitar sound different because i really think if you go back to the first couple of albums or american capitalist which i think is mm. you know probably for me the, the weakest one um that i've heard i was it was just like these guitars are just like mushy mm. and this it sounds pristine and, and great which it should do for a band who are as big as they are mm. Mm. but the fact that it does is like was quite a surprise so yeah i'm kind of surprised do you think this will be um, a breakthrough well, of sorts? Yeah, yeah, big time. Um, <laughs> Do no. you think this will be a breakthrough of sorts? I mean, it is eight records in. The band, uh, you know, their debut was 13 years ago. A breakthrough of what sorts? Um, will, th- will this be the record that finally puts them where they probably should have been a couple of years ago, I suppose? Yeah, I, they only need, uh, you know, they they, sh- they probably should have already headlined Download, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. uh, they do these, these shows in America. Mm. Uh, I you know i think there'll be a big push for it and i think it will get it's going to get quite a good pr- i mean if we're giving it a good review yeah yeah then i think everyone else is going to get well we know what hammer gave it because you did it i did it <laughs> i mean they're needed as well at the end of the day like to headline festivals That's and stuff because they so are, they've got a bit of something for everyone like people like us would enjoy watching them with a few beers and then obviously you've got the diehard fans um it's just a lot more accessible really and yeah. that's kind of what you need for a metal headliner yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah. definitely like I, th- I i do think you know they took megadeth out as a support band yeah yeah so yeah. you're getting wow. you I mean, and you, you know on the surface that seems pretty absurd but then you think like and you would imagine whoever goes to that show is aware of megadeth but i'm not sure that that's necessarily the case with five finger death punch fans like like you say they could be a lot of people's first ever metal band mm. now if they get to the point where they're bringing out like re- like doing what slipknot did mm. taking like when Slipknot taking in flames and behemoth and bands like that out suicidal tendencies and sick and bands like that if five finger death punch become the band who start taking those bands out mm. there's this weird uh balance that i'm trying to reach with this record because I, I have I, I have to admit it's for what it is i think it's a, a quality record actually hurts me to say it but then at the same time i kind of and i do i do think we absolutely need these bands we need entry-level bands for for people to get into this sort of style of music yes i cannot help but feel like i feel ever so slightly sorry for people whose entry point is five finger death punch because when i look back at my own entry point i saw metallica as a far more exciting i see to this day i see them as a far more exciting proposition they take risks they do different things all the time you can't you know you can't honestly say that they've released the same record over and over again whereas Mm. with five finger death punch i think there is a debatable but you know acdc and the ramones and and motorhead and you know there are these those bands who become massive and i think you look at what metal is now and as much as i would love to go no 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 mastodon will be will be the band that everyone goes to it's not happened it's just not happened and it's it's not happened for a variety of reasons i mean i think mastodon it probably never was going to happen but mastodon should probably take a little bit of the like five finger death punch ashamedly they turn up to a festival and they play the hits and they do the big show right mastodon turn up to a festival and they turn their back on everyone and they play the b-sides and they don't even sound check it's like well you know you're not fucking helping yourself i don't think mastodon want it but certainly i mean zoltan is is the is the man behind five finger death punch and he wants it that's a sick name Zoltan, yeah, yeah. Zoltan Bathory. Yeah. Oh. 
Um, and Bathory. you know, was made for metal. Is that a stage name or real name? This is real name. I think it's his real That's name. Real and he also name. he um, it, Zoltan's cool, right? Because he also manages Bad Wolves. Yes. Who like who had that big hit with with Zombie who opened for him? So he's basically he's got the next five what what who are probably going to be the next five finger death punch. Mm. He's got them to manage and basically take them out on tour, make them the next thing. And then he's like, he, he's a smart dude. He has, I, I, I've said this before, but I will you know, say this again. He has an amazing business brain and he has a far better business brain than he has a musical brain. But at the end of the day, it's working for him. So it's true of Lars Ulrich as well, probably. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But Lars has James Hetfield. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and Zoltan has Ivan Moody. <laughs> yeah. But you know, but I mean, like this will be massive and it'll probably get them to where they should have been a while ago, as we said, as we said, and um, good for them, you know. Yeah. I'm not going to listen listen to it anymore, but. Do you, Justine, speaking as, as a musician and as a, like, because I've seen you outdoors a couple of times over the last summer. I do leave the house. You do leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> I meant playing. I meant your bands playing outdoors. Yeah. Um, uh, have you found that the material from your last album, which I wouldn't say it's more simple, but it's more like, you know, Eternal Forward Motion is, like we were saying earlier, is more direct mm. than, I mean, especially when you go back to Grail and you remember, those songs are more direct. Have you found that when you do those kind of festival shows that you're now... Um, when you're sort of confronted with people who don't know who you are, do you find it's easier to win them over with that material? Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah, Eternal Forward Motion is like way more verse chorus. Um, like, yeah, than the rest of the out, like our back catalog, basically. Stuff like Grey, you remember, like I love it and it's scatty, but does not translate very well to first time listeners. Mm. And also in a big open, expansive yeah. space. I mean, it would get lost. Yeah. I reckon like even if you had a really like, you know, you have like really great sound people even then like you kind of get worried about it being washed away. But if it's just yeah. a bit more sort of like direct and yeah. punchy. Yeah. Um it's just really fun to play because I'm not scared about going out of time as much. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah sure. And yeah. also I don't that doesn't make it do you know what I mean? It doesn't make it I think wanting people to hear your song live mm. and enjoy it. Nothing fucking wrong with that. No, absolutely not. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's totally like 100%. I mean, and at the end of the day, like some of my favorite songs are like very verse chorusy, like, you know, lots of Slipknot, Corn kind of songs. Um, yeah. You know, lots of Nine Inch Nails songs. Like most yeah. of my favorite ones are things like, you know, The Hand That Feeds and March of the Pigs, which yeah, is a very yeah. obvious verse and chorus. Absolutely. It doesn't make it stupid or easy or obvious. No. Or I don't think it's just I mean, enjoyable. You know, I, um, admittedly, to be to be fair, this is, death punch, oh, this is. I'm just saying. Yeah, this <laughs> is. But I'm just saying Musical. in terms of, you know, how you. I mean, obviously, without everyone probably is aware at this point, the Code Orange album is coming out. They're a band I think who have managed, like even on the last album before we even get into this new one, um, they managed to kind of make instant but also weird and quite do you know what i mean so mm. it can be done it can definitely be done in the modern era i don't think five well, finger punch death, yeah i don't think five finger death punch are doing it are doing that but i don't think we should really think. be beating bands up too hard for trying to do that and doing it well do you know what i mean if yeah. you pull it for my valentine 
Yeah, you're. You know what I mean? You're snakes. You're sellouts. Mm. You're mm. pathetic. It's also like you're really hard to do like a really good simple song. Like, yeah. But yeah. Do you know what I mean? And make it interesting, not make it sound like anything else that you've done or someone else has done. Like it's actually quite a fine art to it. You know, and sometimes before. you just want a, a black coffee and you don't want to have the milk and the sugar and everything on it. You actually just want a basic thing and it serves a purpose for what sometimes, you Sometimes you just want a Big Mac. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you, you just want, want a Big Mac, you don't want a steak. In that independent review that I did, I think I, I, I use this food analogy, but with you ice did cream. With, with ice cream, yes. Yeah, so I said, uh, but I was sort of saying, why have vanilla ice cream when you, you know, there's like chocolate chips, there's like... Um, mint you know there's there's so many different flavors out mm. there why have vanilla and you know five finger death punch are vanilla ice cream mm. but with this particular album it just so happens to be that like chinese cottage cream yeah. oh i don't know can't do all vanillas all right but you want to go for kelly's Hagen cornish. cornish yeah the cornish or with a bit of toffee sauce on top no, i don't think there's any toffee sauce in this i still think it's, it's just a bit vanilla of toffee ice cream. sauce on this <laughs> in the middle <laughs> Just a fucking squirt of toffee sauce or strawberry sauce when you get a Mr. Whippy, a bit of strawberry sauce. I think it's a very fine vanilla ice cream. (laughs) Even that, you... That's harsh. They're not 99p anymore. I know, shameful. Unbelievable. Change your fucking name or I'm only paying 99p for it. (laughs) False advertising. Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, Anyway, F8 by Five Finger Death Punch is out now. Oh, just a little aside, right? We say how American they are. As I said before, my girlfriend's American. Mm. Five Finger Death Americans are so American that when we listened to this, she went, are they American? <laughs> they, she didn't even realise they're American. I was like, of course they're American. Of course they are. That's how American Americans are. That they don't even know. They even doubt in their mind whether Five Finger Death Punch might be American They couldn't or not. be from anywhere else. Of course they couldn't. No. Anyway, they are from America. They're actually from Yugoslavia. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Five Finger Death Punch. Right, let's move on. Um, our next album comes from the Nova Twins. It's called Who Are the Girls? It is the debut album from the hotly, hotly tipped London-based duo who signed to Jason Butler's 333 Recordings. Uh, they have his patronage. They appeared, as Renfrey has pointed out a few times on stage with Phoebe 333, to do their Green Day cover. I have to say, one of they were one of the highlights when I last saw Fever 333, doing a uh, raucous cover of Green Day's Brain Stew, mm. which was actually far better than it sounds right it was re- it was very it good it doesn't sound very good i'm sure there's footage on, i i'm imagining there's footage on youtube I, it it was actually very very cool it was a really good interpretation of that song okay which i like anyway but oh, i like that song it's a great song um nova twins uh i don't really know much about them other than i keep seeing their name kind of dotted around the place okay they're a london feels like quite a bit of hype yeah i've said that they're from london come on i know that i'm not an idiot (laughs) (laughs) sorry mate do you feel all right being in the middle of this conflict (laughs) constant conflict i'm delegating (laughs) (laughs) um Uh, yeah go on fill in the blanks they are a london based duo um north or south uh that i don't know annoyingly they've been kind of i don't know if this is a self-term or if they've just been termed it before but grime punk is kind of the uh label they've been given i think that's kind of fair they released an ep straight away i'm like i don't think they're either of those things i don't think grime punk's miles away i think there's actually more to i think there's there's i think grime punk is there's there's even more to it than just grime and punk but yeah 
Go on. Grunk. <laughs> um, or Prime. Yeah. Prime? <laughs> Amazon Prime. Um, so when I've seen them live, there's um, uh, one's a guitarist and one's a bassist. And I think it's Amy Love, his guitar and vocals. Um, and um, they have a massive, massive bank of guitar effects. And they quite proudly kind of say that they create the sound and don't use any synthesizers or anything mm -hmm. like that to create it. So it's a kind sentient of... pedal boards. Yeah, it's kind of post rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the pedal board is about the size of the table that's in front of us, which is like a meter and a half wide. It's huge. Like, um, and IKEA, if you're wondering, <laughs> there are all kinds of like weird ass sort of uh, noises and electronic bits and pieces on this album um they released an ep in 2016 i can't remember the name of it now which was pretty meh um but then they kind of went away and have kind of been cultivating this sound i suppose and actually i will say this for just to start us off um it is definitely um i feel like they've something which a lot of bands aren't able to harness on a debut record is a sound that sounds very definitely them yeah. and i will say that when when this comes on if a nova twins song came on the radio that i hadn't heard i would probably be able to say that's nova twins so i think fair play for that i mean they say they themselves they say that they take inspiration from artists as divergent in style as nerd the prodigy betty davis missy elliott and new york dolls which i think I think there is a little bit of all of those bands in there. Missy Elliott, I thought, was a really good. I mean, Amy Love has a very Missy Elliott style kind of um, vocal delivery, I think. I thought Gwen Stefani again, just to bring Gwen Stefani. Okay, out. yeah. I'm, but neither of those are bad things, are they? You know, nope. she has a very... Um, uh, yeah, I, th I, I think it marks it out. Uh, it marks them out as being distinct among you know a lot of bands who combine electronics with rock and so on and so forth yeah you know? yeah so are we going to start being nasty now i don't justine <laughs> what are you familiar with these guys have you have you crossed paths with them uh no actually i've only just i've actually started hearing about them a lot though the past two months mm -hmm. um i haven't listened to the record enough okay mm -hmm. um i'll be honest so that's okay i don't really have much of opinion bottle job that is yeah she's bottled it it's Absolute fine she's job. listened to it 12 times she's like <laughs> i just can't say anything nice around it um yeah okay well i'll i'll start then uh no <laughs> not for me um yeah i appreciate this is a debut record um and i think you're probably right renfrey in terms of the breadth of the influences which is fine um there's uh, a, I, I, I think there's a few bands coming out like this though. I th they reminded me of horror quite a bit. Yeah, you also um, don't can't write songs. Yes, well, I, actually, this seems to be a common problem with this sound because mm. the thing I do genuinely because uh, I I, f I feel like I have to defend this a little bit in a sense because I do genuinely think that this is sort of the future in a sense i believe in the sense that i think we're going to be hearing a lot of this kind of thing and actually broadly over and when i say this kind of thing i mean this hybridization um bringing more um urban elements into rock music and people can go oh rage against the machine or they like but the fact is if you put nova Tw nova twins sound nothing like rage against the machine no. neither do fever 333 right. neither do um uh horror you know they they are combining elements that are 
uh, they're, they're taking elements from similar things, but they do Death not grips. sound Death Grips. Yeah. yeah, Death Grips is a good shout. Mm -hmm. You know, whilst people are constantly going on about oh it's just rage against the machine copyists neither none of those bands sound like rage no but the thing is is all those bands you just mentioned are are, <laughs> are about to have a rude awakening aren't they in a couple of weeks um, i don't a, think uh, i think they are i don't think that album has anything that you're talking about has anything to do with this stuff poster. it's code orange obviously no. i don't think it has anything to do with this to be honest um, well, i think it's going to make all of those bands look very very old and very very redundant but that code orange album is not going to appeal to as many people as you want it to that is very 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 unlikely well if it's appealing to the sort of people who these if you're talking about the sort of acts that the sort of people that horror appeals to then i'm not sure about that i think horror taking horror like moving away from nova twins for a second mm. and talking about because horror are probably the biggest one of those those acts you're talking about or fever three 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 maybe um i mean fever three 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 do sound like rage against machine so i don't I, I actually disagree with that i don't think they do at all no they're not as good as <laughs> well I, I i no, i agree with that do. as well but i don't think fever, i all i think that people saying that fever three 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 are just rage against the machine copyists i think that's really lazy i don't think that's true at all i like yeah i don't think i don't make that link at all no um it's yeah. just because they're a rock band who have hip hop elements. Yeah, but, but, but they don't. Yeah, yeah, you, okay. you would, you would, yeah, exactly. You would never, sure. you would never listen to I don't know Burn or any any of the Fever Three 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 songs and go, "Is this Rage Against the Machine?" You would never do that, and and vice versa. You would never listen to Bulls on Parade and go, "Is this Fever Three Three Three?" You no, just well, wouldn't do, it. wouldn't do that. Well, no, of course not. But but yeah, you're saying in terms of quality, but I mean also in terms of the elements that make up the band. You just well, wouldn't. I mean, you've got two completely different. Uh, so what? This is the thing, right? Is I think there is a lot of bands doing this who have a fairly. I mean, you mentioned Death Grips. That's all well and good mentioning yeah. Death Grips, right? But there are a lot of. I mean hip-hop and electronic music moves on way 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 faster than rock music does mm. so while we're still going on about rage against machine and while bands are going well no we don't sound like rage, bands like rage against machine anymore we've just discovered you know miss like missy elliott i know missy mm. elliott is actually a fairly good shout and i mentioned gwen stefani i don't mind that particularly mm. but if you're talking about oh it's going to be current and it's going to be this the difference between those bands and clipping right yeah. mm. is fucking ma like yeah i agree massive i agree like do you know what i mean they are a million miles away and that's the that's the the stand that is the um that's what those bands are aim for but you're talking yeah. from a quality perspective no no no, no, no no i'm not i'm talking about i mean jpeg mafia i would like jpeg mafia is not as good as clipping in my mm. view mm. but let's use jpeg mafia instead then who is far more current mm. right who is far more popular and is you know uh it's it's happening with him mm. Mm. um they don't sound like him but yeah, they don't sound like Rage Against Machine either. No. So I think a lot of these bands are going to fall in between the cracks where it's like, okay, you've caught up. Like rock music has caught up to a certain standard of electronic and hip hop music. But hip hop and electro and EDM culture has moved on even further now. Hmm. And unless you can reach that, you're still not going to sound relevant to people who are from that world. Yes, hmm. people who listen to rock music and 
have heard Run the Jewels might go, ah, yeah. And, and like, I'm one of those people. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, I don't mm. know loads and loads about hip hop. I, I mean, I only listened to the fucking Mac Miller album today <laughs> that we've been talking about. So, um, you know, it's not like I'm saying, oh, I know all about it. But if people in rock music really want to kind of aim for that, for that crossover crowd mm. they're going to have to catch up far more than i think this record particularly mm. going back to this record they're going to have to catch up with it far more than this record does and if they yeah. don't they're going to have to rely on really really good songs and to me there are two good songs and then right at the end of this record undertaker and athena i think where yeah. they start down and make something a little bit different um and it's not just kind of lots of bluster i feel like there's a lot of bluster that doesn't really go anywhere on this record mm -hmm. That's I'd my agree. main problem with it. Right? Yeah, I'd agree it's just with that. a lot of bluster, which it kind of goes in one ear and out the other. Yeah, and it's yeah. all just one big noise, and I don't hear any real craft or songwriting, and it doesn't really feel particularly cutting edge or exciting either. I I do actually agree with all of those points. I I think they have done an incredible job of crafting their own sound, but I don't think they've. I don't think they're particularly good songwriters at the moment. Like, yeah. I don't think any of these songs are particularly... Cat like, they, they kind of sound cool because it sounds a little bit different. I agree it's not cutting edge. Um, but I suppose my argument is that this is far more radio-friendly. I, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't think it's um, super clean, squeaky clean or anything like that. But this is more radio-friendly than, say, a horror or certainly a Code Orange. Yeah. Or... Uh, oh fuck what was it death grips um, how does it compare to things like health like, oof well I think health right fucking health, great songs health right great songs yeah um um mm, I mean I don't I can't imagine health getting on Radio 1 whereas I can imagine this getting on Radio 1 really I I think health is a lot cleaner actually really a, like cleaner sound that's not necessarily uh, whether or not it gets on Radio 1 I mean fuck me who knows I don't know how anything gets on radio one anymore, but, <laughs> but I think health sound cleaner and more, almost kind of weirdly more. You know, we talked about the eighties a lot. We talked about yeah. when we were talking about health, um, and this doesn't sound like it's from the eighties. No, but it no. doesn't really sound like it's from two thousand and twenty either to me. I don't think it sounds cutting edge, but I don't think everything needs to be on no. the absolute. No, but I if don't it's think not, it sounds dated either. If, no, no, I'm not saying it sounds dated. I'm just saying. It doesn't, it's not, it's not, the songs aren't good enough for it. It's, it's not exciting enough to not be able to have to rely on how good the songs are. I, I, I agree, but I actually think there's going to be a massive, more casual audience who do not go in on this sort of stuff as much as you or I would do, uh, or uh, who, who will respond to this and think that it is cutting edge. And I, I think there's going to be a lot of people who are like that. Yeah, there probably will be. Yeah. Which is which doesn't which doesn't mean I think it's any good. I actually I I think I actually agree. I think there's two or three good songs on this record. As a matter of fact, I actually think it's the exact opposite end of the album. It's the first couple of songs that I really like on this. I think um, I really like Taxi I, for some reason. I think Taxi is actually a really good song. It also has a fucking wicked video, which is like a Sin City style mashup oh, thing. Cool. It is fucking excellent. And I. Yeah, I mean they they have a, they have a very cool look and aesthetic. They make all yeah. their own clothes and all this kind of stuff. They it is it's very DIY like what they're doing. Yeah, I like. I mean, the thing is, is that when it came, I was like, this looks cool. I mean, yeah. It's the same thing as you know, 
kind of a weird comparison to comparing a five finger death punch, but same as five finger death punch are way over the top and look like really like wow look yeah, at yeah, them yeah. like they're really recognisable yeah Nova Twins have that as well I think there are comparisons to be it's made with Five Finger Death Punch it's more like theatrics punch. isn't it because I mean yeah. yeah it's me like the sort of like sports goths who just <laughs> wear <just> black <laughs> but that fun. I, maybe I think I think that's the point I'm trying to make they have spent what feels like there's been four years between their debut EP and this album and it feels like they spent that time cultivating lots of things such as their image and like putting together a a full package and you know in my opinion they didn't quite get the songs but i don't think a lot of casual listeners give a shit about that i think they're just gonna go oh this is really cool and i want to be a part of it because they've cultivated this thing that feels fully formed it's just a shame that there aren't there isn't very much good songs aren't very many good songs on the album yeah uh yeah i would agree with that i mean i think but but i would rather if people are going to get into let's just broadly say guitar music as a result of this and i think there's a lot of crossover with this if people are going to get into guitar music with this i'd rather they did it with this than they then say i mean i realize my references are all about 10 years old but 10 years ago we had all-time low on representing rock music on the radio do you know what i mean i don't even know what is representative of rock music Uh, in the mainstream uh, neither do i but but you would know that but even even that feels feels pretty bit old i mean i mean it is actually isn't it i like i like so bad at like literally just like the sort of radio what i just yeah. don't well we just we so my little just, underground but came. but do you know what i mean like yeah. it, 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 it'd be I, I at least nova twins like they're bring interesting bring me the horizon yes that's fucking that's pretty weird that bring me the horizon i mean like they must be really because they got, re- got yeah, the, they were the brits last week weren't they yeah. just the fucking yeah, yeah, spice yeah. girls so yeah, we i guess so but really they've been around for so long you just don't think that people would think they were yeah, they've they still got very strong ties to rock music, despite their new stuff being. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, I say new stuff, their last three albums being um, more electronic. More, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. They, did they released that EP over Christmas. Well, I don't know if you've heard it. It's diabolical. But um, uh, it's that, that is what an elect- electronic EP. It's got a stupidly it's long got, title. Yeah, really, really oh, long I'm title. To that, yeah. I would suggest that you don't do that. Mm, no. Uh, <laughs> honestly, save yourself 75 minutes. It's too long. Um, anyway, no mm. between. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a massive fan of this either. I, I kind of have a feeling that it could go really big, though. And I suppose all I'm trying to say is I would actually think that would be really encouraging if it did, because um, I think it could. We, we, we moan that rock does not have mainstream exposure and or i'm just aware about like throwing the baby out with the bathwater a little bit yeah in terms of a band has now come along who i don't particularly like but if this put rock music uh on the map a little bit more than it is currently in a mainstream circles i would actually love love that and i would love it to be this band because at least they have their own thing going and it's vaguely i don't think the songwriting is good but i do think they're an interesting band it's a weird oxymoron in a strange yeah, way yeah i guess yeah i guess so i i just think when it's when it's not i i struggle when it's musically just not that good do you know what i mean like even and people will go hold on a minute you were just bigging up the five finger death punch album <laughs> yeah. i think the five finger death punch album is 
better at doing the thing that it does than this is. There's more craft in 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 that Five Finger Death Punch album. Yeah, uh, not all of them, but there's more craft in that Five Finger Death Punch than, than this one. You could argue though that's their eighth album. In exactly. Death exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Course, exactly. Course, yeah. So so it is. Yeah. An this is a debut comparison. record, and I think you know, there's those last for me those last two songs. I was like, oh, that's actually. Yeah. There's something that so I absolutely would definitely would not write them off. No, 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 no. But I didn't really enjoy this record. No, I I didn't either. But I I just see something in it. I, I, it, it could hit really big potentially, and I don't think that would be a bad thing if it did. Is mm. is my devil's advocate to it? But I agree with you. It's not a very good record. I don't think. Yeah. There's a lyric that goes, bitches and hoes, diamonds and gold, ice and around my neck so that everybody knows. Bitches and hoes, bend over to your toes. I talk about my dick because my brain is fucking slow. Any comment on that? (laughs) (laughs) I actually really like that lyric. I mean, it's just, you know, it's talking about the hip hop culture that I have um, an issue with the the misogyny and all that sort of shit Mm. in hip hop and, and, and just turning it around and going, you're a fucking dick. Fuck off. The thing is, and the fact that's coming from two young black women as well is a fucking wicked thing. You yeah. Know? yeah. Most of the lyrics on this record are fucking nonsense, by the way, but that stood out to me. I was like, that's fucking cool. Mm. The thing is, as well, and we're like, I think it, they would get a younger demographic yes. into guitar music. At, exactly. Because at the moment, uh, teenagers aren't listening to metal and rock um, because there's not really anything that they feel represents them at the moment. So you have all these SoundCloud rappers, um, sort of like hip hop artists in general, yeah. like widely, like, you know, things like JPEG Mafia, like obviously um, Pusha T, stuff like that. That stuff really resonates with them. So to have like bands that sort of like have like kind of delve a bit more into guitar music as well as sort of like the more electronic sort of hip hop kind of clipping kind of stuff, I yeah. think that can only be a good thing. Yeah, and, you exactly. Know, obviously, whether or not that's our thing, that's different. But I think it, once again, serves a purpose. Exactly. Well, what's beautiful about this record is it's all about representation, you know? Yeah. And it I think really that's a is. healthy. I think it's a really healthy message because you need more of that right yeah. now because, I mean, everything's so negative, um, like news-wide. I mean, was it the killer virus and then Australia being on fire? Yeah. You kind of need something that's a bit empowering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And this is totally... Arseholes are drinking Yorkshire tea, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> and this is, empa- this is empowering to a demographic who... Um, aren't often empowered in uh in a form of music that hasn't pushed them to the forefront in the past mm. you know and I, like, and that's not um revolving around sexual appeal yeah absolutely well, absolutely like, yeah 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 mm. yeah yeah. there's nothing like sexualized about this at all yeah um, i was gonna say after talking about poppy a couple of weeks ago and maybe like i look but i mean yeah i don't know what i think about pop other than i just think fuck off really but um <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, it's certainly far more. I feel better about them than I do something like Poppy. Yeah, exactly. Having said all of that, I'm never going to listen to this album again. Yeah, me too. But, me but I, I, I kind of hope they're successful. Like genuinely, I hope they write a good second record. And yeah, they might and do. same, same, and they made it. Yeah, I mm. mean, you know, there are plenty of bands who release a first album, and it wasn't. I'm, I'm thinking of Merka. You know, Merka's first yeah. album. She didn't really get the balance right with the folk metal stuff. Then she released a second record, and it was fucking incredible. Yeah, and it's like, you know, it, it does happen where. Mm where maybe they just need a little bit... Basically, they just need to learn how to write songs rather than relying on all that... Like, the, the, the cool now, effects. If you've been 
spending like a while going, oh, we've got to cultivate the image and get the image right. If you get that right, then just think, well, put that amount of effort into your songwriting. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, so hope, and if they do that next time, they could be excellent. Yeah, they could but, be. But yeah, not quite. It's also as well for bands like them, there's not many reference points. Yeah. Like it's not like they grew up listening to, uh, you know, like metal, hip hop and stuff. And it's very much like there's a formula and like you can go, oh yeah, like, you know, Nas did this or Metallica yeah. did this. It's a very new genre combination. So it can be quite jarring, I should imagine, like trying to like write it together yeah absolutely like do you know what i mean what which which sections it lends to be the sort of more rock influence yeah. and which to the hip-hop you know well what other bands mentions nerd and new york dolls as references at the same time yeah you know and i do see that in i do see new york dolls mm. and nerd in them yeah. i don't think they're as good as new york dolls i can't fucking stand nerd but you know like oh but um First you know it's great uh, yeah, I hear that a lot. I've not heard it. But, um, oh, but, oh, okay. I can't stand them. Not I, heard I it. can't stand it. <laughs> Racist. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> anyway, Who Are The Girls by Nova Twins is out right now. Uh, let's move on now. Fuck me. This is some fucking switch that we're going on. Uh, Sightless Pit, Grave of a Dead Dog. This is the debut album uh, from a collaboration between... Kristen Hater, uh, aka Linguita Ignota, Dylan Walker from Full of Hell, and Lee Buford from The Body. Now, we have been nothing but positive uh, in very different ways, I think, on about all of those bands here mm. on this show. Um, I should point out super quickly, this album actually came out last year and I totally missed it. Last I, week. La- last week, I yeah, apologise, last week. week. Um, and I totally missed it and I went, I'm really sorry, guys, we yeah, have to yeah, cover yeah, this yeah, record because it's... Um, so, yes, this is something... Uh, that three bands who we have been pretty much universally positive about. Yes. Um, a member from each, well, in, in sort of, in Linguita Ignota's case, the the, the person, um, but coming together, doing something which adds even more nuanced oeuvre to their mm. respective careers. Is that the right? That's not even the correct way of saying no, it. No, but that's fair enough. I'm, I, I <laughs> yeah. understand what you're saying. I think uh, Justine understands what you're saying. We can do yeah, I know. Make I can up words. fucking invent sentences yeah. the way Renfrey invents words. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, basically what I'm saying is they these are three people with very distinct voices in heavy music. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, these are three people who have done lots of very different things with mm. heavy music. And this is another very different thing that I, they're doing. I don't want to be presumptuous, but I'm guessing, Justine, that you are a fan of at least one of, if not all three of the bands that make up. This. I did my black clothing, give that away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really like Yeah, them. but Full of Hell. Just like, I know you like Full of Hell. Oh, harrowing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full of Hell, definitely. The Body, uh, Lingua, Lingua Ignota, like... That record last year, Caligula, was... Still can't say a name. Linguini Iguana. Uh, I, I think it's Linguini <laughs> Linguini Iguana. <laughs> Linguini Iguana. <laughs> I've never... Linguita Ignota. It's not Linguita, because it's spelled L-I-N-G-U-A. So it's Lingua. Lingua Ignota. Yeah, she's sick. Harrowing. Yeah, I mean, you know, people... I We spoke... At length no, on a couple of occasions regarding Caligula and the <laughs> the painful after effects of it that it had particularly on yeah. on me a, a um, rare album that we both struggle to listen to and yet we think it's one of the best records in last yeah, year yeah so <laughs> I went into this with a little bit of fear um, I 
I really did. I was like, I'm not sure if I'm ready for more of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't get more of it, really. No, it's not. Um, I mean, the, the it was the lyrical um, stuff in Caligula, which was particularly harrowing it, musically as well, but it was particularly the... The the, uh, the delivery of the lyrical yeah, stuff Yeah, yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, whereas um, this is not that i mean there's some really uh, it's more uh, dylan walker who has the really yes. nasty abrasive stuff on this record yeah, which yeah, is yeah. mind melt dylan walker every time just blows my mind isn't he he is like the most extreme vocalist in the extreme world is he oh 100 it sounds like someone shotgunned him in the face and he's trying to breathe through the hole <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. it's like, like it's it's so horribly great. It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Like it, 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 him and Primitive Man's vocalist, like both of them have just such a harrowing like gargle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, it, it's it's an almighty. It's a hellish sound. It, it, it's incredible what yeah. he can conjure from it, those vocal. Now, if pipes. you if you have been following those three bands, you probably think. Uh, I thought I went oh, those three together. I don't quite know how that's going to work or what that's going to sound like. But what I do know is that it's probably going to be very, very difficult a record to listen to. Mm. And uh, it's definitely you that, don't listen it? to it. You endure. Yeah, you have to. You get put through it. A yeah. Bit. Do you know? You know. I I don't disagree with what you're both saying but at the same time your tone tells me that you are <laughs> <laughs> this is what the beauty of a podcast rather than <laughs> writing but at the same time i had built it up to be like oh okay this is going to be really really difficult to <laughs> listen to oh, okay and because i built it up so much when i came to it i was like oh surprisingly pleasant really and now obviously this record is not pleasant obviously and it is it is you know compared to most things quite quite tricky but there's a lot of really beautiful passages in it just as there were in caligula there's lots of beautiful piano stuff that um and and yeah, yeah it, it was it was because i had built it up to such an extent i was like okay breathe breathe it's gonna be fine kind of thing when i did finally put it on i was like okay it is very abrasive but it is listenably abrasive yes um i think this is so the, the two records we've spoken about so far are records that you can put on and they will change your mood. Do you know what I mean? Like, or, or you, you can be in any kind of mood and you can kind of go along with it. You can boogie to them. Yeah. Mm. With this. You can't boogie to this. You have to be in the mood. <laughs> something very wrong this. with you if you boogie to this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or do anything other than be sad to this. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Right. Imagine making love to this album. Oh, Unbelievable. I mean, beautiful. I, oh, what uh, obsessed with that being on. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty horrible. It's funny because like we're talking about again, this is about my girlfriend and having to put I put this on yesterday when she was here, and she was like, When we have a like so we're having a sort of birthday party, and she was like, You're not gonna play any music like this at your birthday. <laughs> I was like, Are you fucking with in what kind of party scenario? That's what she thinks of you. <laughs> What kind of party scenario <laughs> would this be <laughs> suitable music for? Like, there is no, no. there is no party. No. There's no suitable moment other than when you're like in a, your own depth of despair. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe like yeah. some sort of pre-mass suicide get together. <laughs> like, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, like literally just sort of like a mass cult suicide song. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do. I mean, I, like, 
this is not going to sound like a compliment, although I do actually mean it as a compliment. Um, they used to, back in the Iraq war and stuff, they used to use music to torture um, um, uh, people that they'd captured and stuff mm. like that for, mm. to try and get information out of them. I mean, apparently they used Metallica and stuff like that, but if oh, they'd used they Full of Hell... Resolving, they didn't let it, um, the, the riffs resolve, like really like well-known yeah. songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, They did all sorts of psychological <laughs> things using music and very, very heavy music, which was very Western and against, you know, their... Uh, principles is that the right word for terrorists i don't know anyway but if they'd use terrorists against their musical palettes <laughs> <laughs> but if they'd use sightless pit or lingua ignota or full of hell or the body or you know they probably would have got their what they wanted the information they wanted yeah. quite quickly um so this record was crafted over uh like two years basically uh it, it, from what i've read it appears that like one of them would go into the studio and uh create a bit whether it be a soundscape or a weird piano bit or a weird kind of like <laughs> kind of bit uh, of which there is lots of that. that's going to come out <laughs> just done anyway alarming <laughs> so they create that kind of Here stuff is. and then uh, uh, another one of the collaborators would come along and they'd listen to that bit and they then they go oh okay so i'm gonna go in this direction with it so they put something else over the top of it <laughs> you're right <laughs> and then and then and so then you'd have two parts together you'd have your and then you'd have your tinkle tinkle piano and then um the other collaborator would come in and then add a third piece and then and so it basically evolved over a two-year period in a very organic manner is yeah. what i'm trying to say okay. and i think that is quite what, clear your sentence evolved in quite an organic manner as well <laughs> very organic noises <laughs> yeah <laughs> At least we're having fun reviewing this one because we didn't have fun reviewing the Linguini. <laughs> no, we didn't. No, we were really miserable reviewing yeah. that. Um, um, and I think most collaborations, you know, when you get these kind of uh, like a super group come together or something like that. I don't know if you can really call this a super group. But, um, you know, when you get collaborations and you're super cult, super cult. Yeah, very good. Uh, when you get collaborations and you think, oh, it would be wicked if it sounds like, um, I don't know. Well, a third full of hell, a third the body, a third lingering nota. But most of the time they never end up sounding like that because realistically p musicians get together to collaborate to do something different to what they do in their day job. I think this surprisingly does sound like a third lingering nota, a third the body, a third full of hell. And yeah. somehow it works. Yeah. I'm, I'm not quite sure how they've done it. Well, they but it does sound like a collaboration between are, those three people. There are no... Um... There are no kind of traditional rock instruments on this either, is it? No, no I drums, don't think no guitar, so. No, bass. no, I don't think it's so. It's all piano and electronic music. And yeah, vocals. yeah. It's um, it's really. I mean, <laughs> King's Corpse. This is going to sound like a strange thing to say. It rides in on a bit of like electronic synths and stuff, and it actually reminded me of um, Kid A or Amnesiac period Radiohead. Mm. And if you took away the vocal um, on that song. And just had the underlying, you know, electronic part. There's a very Radiohead aesthetic to it. And you could imagine yeah. Tom York taking that and taking it somewhere else entirely. But, you know, there's a lot of things in here that um, it w you wouldn't necessarily expect. You have to kind of dig for them, I think, because, you know, you have to get through the Dylan Walker screaming with a shotgun to the face um, first. But, you know, the, it, we've always said that Full of Hell are taking metal music in a direction which genuinely sounds new and abrasive and unique and different and and lingua ignota i think i'd definitely say the same of the body i know less about but i think the body are definitely doing that as well very mm. very experimental yeah 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 okay 
and I think this is just another continuation in in that kind of uh, field, and it's it just sounds really exciting. I mean, it's it's the best record of the week, oh, right? Possibly. I'm assuming we all think this is Justin? the best record of the week. Oh yeah. What would you so? Uh, well, what are your thoughts uh, <laughs> adding to that? So I found out about this. I think last night so i was like all right okay i'll listen to it and i yeah. went to put it on the office and sam from holy Raw was like please don't put that on because <laughs> <laughs> he really likes he loves it all yeah, yeah but yeah. it's just like this isn't office listening <laughs> it was the exact words it was quite early in the morning yeah yeah, yeah so i yeah. listened to it on the way and i was just like wow you know like harry potter the dementors yes come in and all of a sudden everything goes cold and miserable that's what happens oh my god that's actually a good analogy yeah it's um i've been re-watching all the harry potters (laughs) so i've been reading them for the first time have you yeah i've got to goblet of fire yeah fucking babies they all die (laughs) all right (laughs) all right um yeah it's 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 harrowing yeah harrowing experimental Mm. like genuinely so make sure you're in a good place before it, you listen to it. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I hope you're in a good place coming here, right? Of course you were. You're coming to record with uh, your right Australian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got slagged off and told you weren't as good as the band. You don't even have an album out. <laughs> <laughs> what Nova Twins? No. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, this is a brilliant collaboration, and it. It sounds like, I oh, guess it, it sounds like you'd imagine it would sound, even though you can't imagine that. But then as soon as you listen to it, you go, mm. oh, yeah, that's how I imagined it would I, sound. I always have liked really? how the body and full of hell have kind of gone for the sort of like going back to hip hop, then the whole hip hop thing of doing lots of collaborations. And stuff yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah. But instead of like fun rap, it's like really fucking miserable. Yeah. 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 Like mis- I mean, this is beyond miserable. Like, well, it's just, it? I mean, yeah. The fact that it's got, um Kristen Hater on it and it's still not the most like and you listen to it and you go like you say you go oh it's actually far more listenable than the last thing that she put out and it is you know it's bleak this record yeah oh yeah it's yeah. all kinds of bleak yeah. um there's no appropriate moment to listen it, to it's, it what i was really impressed by is how differently bleak it was Yes, yes. Like yes. I love that they're, you know, like because a lot of people go heavy is heavy, right? Mm. There's heavy and then there's not heavy. Mm. There's like happy music and then there's sad music. And there's music. a couple of bleak. So there's like when you've like come home expecting there to be lots of stuff for dinner and there's nothing there and it looks, yeah. there's nothing in your fridge, that's mm. bleak. And then there's that versus losing a family member bleak. Yeah. And it kind of sits towards the family member <laughs> Definitely spectrum. Definitely yeah. towards the latter, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, drunk on marrow. Oh. Oh, Christ, uh, yeah. Love is dead. All love is dead. I mean that—that's the last song. That's the last that song, is yeah. fully. Mercy. That is fully. Um, yeah, King's Corpse. I mean, it's called Grave of a Dog. That's an upsetting <laughs> title. Oh, if ever I fucking heard oh one. Uh, yeah, yeah, he doesn't like dogs. Yeah, I don't want to go to Grave of a Dog. I watched um, uh, just quick aside. I watched Don't Fuck Cats this week. Don't fuck uh, with cats, yeah. please. Don't fuck don't, cats. I mean, yes, don't fuck don't cats. Fuck obviously. Cats. Oh my god, that was uh, a terrible Freudian yeah. slip. Uh, don't fuck with cats. Oh, oh dear. Yeah. Not only awful. is it illegal, it's also weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's very frowned upon. Um, uh, yeah. Um, I need to watch it. Is it? supposed to be it's good it's fucked up it really escalates fucked up. is it gonna make me sad yeah oh, it escalates I, I, very I, I very quickly how much do you like cats you like cats a I lot like cats yeah yeah, yeah. 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 
Um, I'll just tell you what happens. I'll just watch the Studio Ghibli lot on uh, Netflix. <laughs> but yes, <I> think. <laughs> uh, this this is very 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 good. I mean, how often will I listen to it? Probably not a lot, to be honest. What I will say though is, I mean, like you say, it, it reminds me of all three of those bands, in part, and I think what they've done to come together to create something which really doesn't necessarily sound like anything that that you could. No, it, it, it doesn't. You don't go. Oh yeah, well that just sounds like full of hell. No, like, at I mean? no point. At and no yet point. you can see where. The uh, but you can see what it comes from. from. So it's yeah. something very different, but also it's relatable to each of their individual uh, day jobs, if you like. Absolutely. Um, and I do like the fact that it can that it is bleak in many many different ways. Yeah. Like you've got that kind of like we said before that kind of Greek tragedy, Gregorian chant, almost kind of neoclassical. Yeah. B- like baroque darkness Absolutely. you have the fucking absolute spite hate filled i would want to burn the world down anger and you've got this thro- the kind of throbbing synth led just n- nastiness to mm-hmm. it that kind of like embittered robotic soulless just empty vessel hatred mm. in it as well mm. and to kind of merge those things over the course of it's only 39 minutes it's not a long album usually you know these these albums tend to be quite long when they have so like, there's a lot going on for it goes past very quickly mm. it's hard yes. work yes. it's a hard 40 minutes but it's uh i think uh, it's a good length actually but it's it's a, a it is length. a good length yeah basically this is like the kind of music you know when like people in school are like slip not like slit your wrists yeah this is the kind of music they think we listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> Like, yeah. it's so miserable. But then at the same time, I would say, like, um, if you ever encountered anyone, I don't know if people do say this, but if you ever encountered someone who said that, you know, heavy music's very one-dimensional and there's a, it's the same thing over and over again, this would be a good thing to play. I mean, I don't think that, that person, if they would exist, notice. would like this. I don't even think they would. Think, I think it'd be really tricky not to notice it. Like, it, it, it's amazing. That person that, who says that, would not know. Well, maybe any not. Kind maybe of not. Distinction between any of it because that person doesn't want. Anyway, that's but more about but, I, people, I, but, but I think right. I think undoubtedly there are there are several shades of misery and sightless pit prove that and they yeah. they take you on a very extensive tour of every single shade within mm. thirty eight minutes and thirty six seconds and it's great. Yeah. So there you go, Graves. My girlfriend hated it, by the way. <laughs> the worst thing she's ever heard. Um, Did she say it was the worst thing she's ever heard? She said it's absolute shit, is what she said. Oh, is it about them losing a pet? I don't know. I've read. I've read. I've read, I one of the, I can... I've read the interview they did with the Quietus, and it seems they're quite. Uh, uh, they're not being too forthcoming in what any mm. of it's about. I reckon they've lost a child and a dog. It's the only it's way that's something that could be that sad. Losing. I mean, it's pretty fucking sad. Well, maybe yeah. the Domino's order was five minutes late. Ooh. That gets me angry. Yeah, I bet it does. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, that's Grave that's of a Dog by Sightless Pit came out last week. I mean, it's it's very good, but you best be in the right frame of mind for it, is what I will say. Uh, all right, let's move on to our fourth album of five. It comes from... We're going to... Um, uh, Madrid, sunny Madrid, sunny Spain, uh, Tundra 
Das Cabinet de Dr. Caligari. Oh, the sixth album. Accent, thank you. The sixth album from the Madrid-based instrumental post-rock band. This time, um, this record is an original score to the movie of the same name, which celebrates its 100th anniversary this year. Yeah. A silent film. Oh, it is a film track. It is. Yeah. It is. Yes. Of course it is. Yes, yes, yes. Now, yes, obviously... And, and actually, actually, to be clear, it, uh, you've more or less said it, but it's, it's not just a soundtrack. It's actually a score to the film. So... Mm. You um, can sit down with the... Or stand up. Or stand up with or the film. Um, and you can you can layer this song... Uh, sorry, song. You can layer this album over the film and it will score, give you a totally new score for this, uh, what was a silent film. Yeah. So now, this is not the first time that bands have done a similar sort of thing. Obviously, no. the chat about Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd yeah. playing in time with The Wizard of Oz is something people have said over the yeah, years yeah. um mogwai have done it a few times mogwai have done it a few times obviously uh, got like zidane was zidane, one of them, yeah yeah it? 65 days of static S- did a similar thing with silent running yeah um, um we also i mean uh there's metropolis and cult of luna's vertical yeah which we were chatting beforehand is that a score or is that a kind of reimagining of and inspired by i was under the impression it was inspired by but i might be wrong on that so i don't know yeah okay i think you know what i was getting at is there's kind of mixed results with a lot of this absolutely um for example vertical by cult of luna i've never seen metropolis i've never seen it alongside metropolis i don't feel like i need to see metropolis to get uh what i want to get out of Mm. that fucking astonishingly great record whereas lulu where lou reed and metallica uh which is based on the play uh yeah russian play uh german german play yeah Yeah. i forgot what it's called off the top of my head it's not called is it called lulu no it's not um Um, but anyway yes i feel like that context might be quite important to making that album a little bit more bearable yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um we spoke about tom york's score for for suspiria didn't really get that because i haven't seen the film i don't know Mm. if it would have made much difference and then there are films I have seen, like The Social Network and Trent Reznor's score to that, which I now would listen to the score of The Social Network alone. But is that because I've seen the film and I like the film? And mm. I, or is yeah, it because Trent Reznor has like Chris Trent Ross Reznor. are just the best. Yes, that probably had quite a lot to do with it. Um, so, yeah, with all that kind of uh, with all that kind of said, that's the context for, um, for this record. Um, and I only bring all that context into it because... I genuinely feel like I, I'm losing something in this record by not seeing it as it was intended. Okay. Um, I can absolutely enjoy this as a piece of work itself. So I feel the total opposite, I suppose. Um, I suppose I'm more kind of um, entrenched in this sort of post-rock world. I mean, this is quite a different album for Tundra. Tundra are usually more of a kind of Russian Circles-esque post-metal riff based band um they do have quite lengthy songs but on on this album all of the bar the the sort of title the bar the first song which is like a title sequence track um all of them are around 10 15 minute mark and actually correspond with the seven or six acts six acts of the film Mm. um 
And so as a, as a result of that, it's a far more it's a far more post rock record than it is a post metal record. In fact, I wouldn't say this is a post metal record at all. Um, more along the lines of the slower, languid kind of post rock. Let's say Godspeed You Black Emperor. I think would probably be a good shout. Yeah. Um, maybe this will destroy you. A bit of mono. A bit of mono. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Far more kind of your favorite mono. Um, far more kind of. Um, not even chilled, but an ambient glacial pace which is building to something over a very long period of time. Mm. I noticed on this record, not that I think it's a particularly bad thing, but I think it's around the 40 minute mark where you hear the first bit of guitar distortion. Um, and it feels like that's been building for the previous 40 minutes, you know. And it's 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 music that if you put it on without the film, you would like a lot of these post-rock records that you talk about, I think you you um, are conscious of some bits and it's more subconsciously sort of washing you, washing over you with others. But I found this a very pleasant, like when I loaded it up, I was like, oh, fucking hell, 72 minutes. Fuck off. And every time I've listened to this record now, it's probably half a dozen times, it goes really quickly for me because I end up kind of, it, you know, sometimes it's in the background and sometimes sometimes the, there'll be a bit which will take me into it and I'll be like, oh my God, this is actually, like there's there's some really horrible guitar stabs like towards the end where obviously something horrible in the film is happening. I imagine some sort of murder or something like that. But it just creates a really pleasant environment for the time that it's on, that it's, bu- it's building up to something quite monstrous and horrible. But I think that's what a lot of post-rock records do anyway. And I don't think it's um, as apart from the film as, say, the Suspiria soundtrack. So the Suspiria soundtrack that we did was just lots of kind of minute and a half pieces or two minute pieces, mm. which just sound really discordant and, and like horrible, horror-y kind of thing. And with the film i'm sure it works brilliantly but without the film it just sounded like a jumbled mess of notes and like violin slashes and and stabs and stuff it's probably a brilliant soundtrack i imagine but you definitely needed the film for it i don't think it's essential to have the film for this justine you? I, th- I thought it was delightful. So <laughs> I, I did not know it was part of a film and I was in the perfect situation to listen to it because I was on my way home from work and all my trains were delayed and I actually oh. felt I actually felt like the <laughs> I felt like it was like the soundtracks of my horrible evening home. Yeah. <laughs> and like You're getting angrier and angrier as it goes. And on. it literally like almost finished just as I was going through the door. So I was like, that was wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. so I think because I listened to it at the exact right time. You're partial to a bit of post rock though, aren't you? As I well. am partial. You know, we 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 me and Justine have had several chats about Caspian, who we both mm. adore. Um, and Very yeah, you, you do like a you do like a bit oh, of post explosions in the sky. Explosions in the sky. I mean, amazing. the fact that they did the soundtrack to Friday Night Lights, my of favorite course. sitcom of all time. I yes. mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. bias. 
Yeah, yeah we're, um, we're, we're leaving Steve out now. That's but. all right. He must like Friday nights. Like, does he like sports? I've been told to watch that. Apparently, no, really, that's, no, that's something my girlfriend does like. She likes that. Oh, it's so, incredible. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I've only heard the soundtrack, but um, uh, I really enjoyed the soundtrack. <laughs> so Please do watch the series. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I will do. I will do. Um, so, but, but yeah, you're into this. I'm really pleased to hear that. Yeah, I literally did not know it was uh, to a film or anything. I'd be interested to watch it with a film. We actually, uh, I'll send you a link. We, mm. do, we, do, we, we were sent the film with the music over the top. This afternoon, um, so uh, I haven't actually had an opportunity to watch it, but mm. um, I, I will do because I quite like to see the film anyway. It's a classic, apparently. Um, it's German expressionist kind of classic from 1920. It's probably going to be really weird and stuff, but I imagine this soundtrack will be a really cool... Um, I mean, Bring Me the Horizon did it, didn't they, with Drive? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You know, know you yeah. know, like alternate. It's this this whole kind of alternate soundtracks to mm. classic films is is not a new thing. No, but it's a fucking cool thing. Yeah, and it's it, cool. And Tondra, you know, they're taking it on tour around Europe, and they're going to be playing along with the film um, at certain dates. I I don't know if they're coming to the UK yet, but they're they're doing that around Europe, and um, mm. they've got some dates in Madrid and Barcelona and so on and so forth. And that that would be a wicked fucking thing to see. I've I've seen I've seen Mogwai do it with Zidane, um, and uh, Grave of a Dog and doing it with Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> that film is also harrowing. <laughs> yeah. Very, yeah, yeah, Sightless Pit and Requiem for a Dream in one afternoon. That nice. would be quite a lot. Um, but you know, and when you when you have a band playing along to a live score effectively it's really fucking cool like mm. um you know i've seen orchestras do it with 2001 a space odyssey and stuff like that That's cool. and it's it's awesome it's a really cool thing to see it's a slightly different kind of sort of gig experience um it's far more of a sort of sit down and strokey chinny affair but it's it's nice you know well there you go it's out now that's uh tondra das cabinet de dr caligari I didn't even get to voice any kind of opinion about it whatsoever. You can voice so your opinion. I'm going to carry on. <laughs> you two fucking went. Did you enjoy it. it at all? Um, the first time I listened to it, I thought this is fucking boring as fuck. Oh really? Yeah, I was so like, oh please God, let it stop. It's so boring. Nothing's happening. And then I listened to it again, and I was like, it's not boring. It's just very very slow it's slow yeah. and then yeah. the then i was like what's going on here because this can't be i straight it's i was tantric like this sex. cannot be this cannot be the record this cannot be just a record and then i was like it's got a really weird name and i googled it and i was like ah it's the score for a film i see mm. so i listened to it again and then act three i thought there's a song on it, there's a, a part of it called act three where it gets really hauntingly I was like, well, that's really great. It takes 20 minutes before it gets my attention properly. But having listened to it now, I've listened to it five times now. Oh. I listened to it in my office today and my boss said, and I quote, what is this flouncy fucking shit you're listening to? <laughs> um, flouncy shit. <laughs> and I was like, this is the score to a 100-year-old movie, I'll have you know. And he was like... You buffoon. He's like, just put Jill, Jill Scott Heron on now. <laughs> and that's what we did. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, But actually, yeah, five listens in, I'm like, I appreciate what they are doing. Um, if I sent you the link, to I the, would rather watch it with the film. You definitely, yeah. It, yeah. They're, they're, the thing is, like I say there are, there are bits in it that I think are really good. Yeah, yeah. But there are bits in it where I'm just like, I'm, I'm just like I know that there's that it feels like 
it's fine. It's fine to do this. But I think I would benefit so much more from the added context of that film. But of course, you have to bear in mind, and I think you are bearing this in mind, but a score is there to complement the visuals. And and you you don't want to be overbearing all the time. And therefore, if you're listening to it without the visuals, there are going to be loads of moments where it feels very floaty and ethereal and not really there. If this was just their album... I would, yeah, I would be like, come on, man. This like I would be a bit as well if this yeah. was, just, especially considering t- Tundra don't normally sound like this. They're usually yeah. far more riffy and far yeah. more instant and far more. Um, you you can usually dance to Tundra. That mm. you could, mm-hmm. one could. You can't dance to this. You probably can't. You just think you can. You can <laughs> fucking dance <laughs> to it. Yeah, sure. Um, anyway, <laughs> but yeah, if this was just like, hey, here's our new album, I'd probably be like, lads, you need to fucking shave half of this off. But because it's, yeah, I would, I would agree. But because it it but comes it with the score context, I yeah. think I I would. I'm not going to be like this sucks because yeah. Yeah. I mean the first couple of times I was like fucking hell man. The but there are bits down? in it that there are bits in it that are really really good. Like you did, see, Act you, three and four particularly, I think are really really good. Yeah, I, I, I agree. That those are the best best ones. I think I, we we had a Facebook conversation going between the three of us, and I did mention that there was a 72 minute post rock album uh this week and you didn't reply but i could feel your wrath <laughs> i could yeah. ju- i could just feel it i knew yeah. you were fucking furious the thing is like, i said this to someone the other day someone's like oh I've, this, I've sent you this album <gasps> oh you listen to it and it's like do you know what getting a chance to listen to albums that we're probably not going to do on the show these days is fucking impossible because when i was doing other podcasts i could listen to half of some shitty pop punk album that was only half an hour long and go yeah i could slag that off (laughs) no worries whereas now with these it's like i don't want to just slag these bands off because i know they're good i know they are actually (laughs) good musicians and they're a band and you have to kind of you have to not just listen to it once you have to listen to it a couple of times not like fucking you know pierce the veil or we can go i listen to 45 seconds of each song and that's more than anyone would ever need to listen to. <laughs> to so actually, just go, yeah, it's rubbish. Critically analyze. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, it's hard. It's hard. And when you get when you're like, fuck me, 72 fucking minutes. <laughs> Especially when like everything's pretty long this this week. Like, you know. Uh, Nova, oh, Twins. No, no, Nova Twins. And... Nova Twins is like half an hour. Silas Pit is 38 minutes. Yeah, it's quite a long 38 minutes. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, or quite a. Well, I said it wasn't two minutes ago, but I mean it's a it's a difficult thirty eight minutes. Um, anyway, yeah, this is this is like, uh, I think you've got to be again. You've got to be really in the mood if you want to get the most out of this. But anyway, it's out I, now. I'm always in the mood. Yeah, for this. of course you are. Uh, Tondra das Cabinet de Doctor Caligari is out now. Get the film as well. Go and get you the rehearsed go that. and get the Blu-ray <laughs> again. Um, football team, isn't it? Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, our last album comes from Intronaut. It's called Fluid Existential Inversions. <laughs> it is not a pop punk record. Um, <laughs> it's the sixth studio album from the LA based prog metal band. Their first in five years since 2015's The Direction of Last Things. Um, I was very intrigued by Intronaut back in the day. I remember um, Justin Chancellor from Tool was on a track on Valley of Smoke yes, in 2010. Yes. And that made me go, ooh, ooh. I'm going to listen to this band. And I quite like them. Um, yes. Not enough to put them up with some of the bigger names from around that time who I was getting into, like the the Baronesses, the Mastodons, the Kylesses of this world. But I was like, get yeah, the Torch, those sort of bands, you know, it's funny people lump them in with the baroness and macedons yeah they do yes i see where people are coming from but they're more of a tech metal band aren't they Uh, yeah 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 they're kind of mm, yeah mm. they're definitely more of a a proggy 
um, tech band for sure. I would expect to see them at Euroblast or Techfest or Radar I think Fest. They've just got the feel Probably Art Townsend of... as well. Yeah, yeah. I could, I could. Ima- In fact, I think they are playing Art Townsend. Oh, I think they've been announced for Art Tangent today. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I, those comparisons to Baroness and and. and Torsh is a really good one. You know, were made loads within Chinor and I never quite got it. I was like, you should be going more towards kind of periphery. I think it's just the the feel. I, mean, I wouldn't say, but like, Mate, to me, I think right. periphery, like a lot of those, I think the thing is a lot of those bands that you've just mentioned, the, the kind of the more tech bands, the, the sort of tech fest bands. Mm. Um, the reason why I always thought Intranaut would fit more with a band like Baroness is more to do with tone and feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. And the fact that it's, more uh, what sort of word do I more traditionally metal minded it's it's a more traditional sound of metal mm-hmm. you know you, when you listen to baronet like not baronet sorry master like crack the sky mm-hmm. by mastodon uh that's techy and mm-hmm. proggy and blah, blah, but you would never consider that a a kind of a Euro blast I, w- I was about to say I'd never I mean. imagine mastodon playing yeah Euroblast, and so. I think that's kind of the difference between uh, although Intronaut have all those tech parts in them, yeah, and are a proggy, a, a, a prog band, yeah, um, sort of, they sit somewhere for me more between, like it's like halfway between Crack the Sky, Mastodon, and maybe mid era between the buried and me yes that's a pretty good shout they've actually. kind of almost got a bit of protest the hero yeah 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 definitely definitely yeah. i i do they do th- a bunch of stuff i think they mm. i think they 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 do enough stuff yeah that makes them an interesting band i Absolutely, think like yeah. whichever side of the whichever side of that coin you were interested in i think they they would probably get your attention. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I you you sometimes use the your league table analysis for kind of like putting yeah. bands. I, you know, I would say that Intranaut for me, in terms of those sort of techie kind of bands, would be maybe bottom Premier League or top mid league. Top mid league. Uh, second league. <laughs> this is why this is why I don't use yeah. those anal- analogies. Right, yeah. But yeah, okay, they would be like either bottom Premier League or or top Championship. Yeah. Not working in the Conference League. <laughs> it's not working in the Conference League though. Um, you know, I would say I would say they're they're yeah either either um, Brentford. <laughs> Fine, yeah, <laughs> they're Brentford. Yeah, yeah. that works. Yeah. Would yeah. you agree with they're that? They're more Aston Villa. No, they're more they're like they're Aston Villa. You think they're Aston Villa, are they? Yeah, they're so more Aston Villa than Brentford. Mid Premier? That's like sort of just in the relegation zone. The right, Premier. okay. Okay. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think this record is um is probably proof of that really. Mm. Like because I think there is some fucking excellent stuff on this record. Mm-hmm. I think it starts fucking brilliantly the first song is called cube cubin cube cubin sis cubin sis uh and it's great it's really really good i thought it was a brilliant opening to the record like really catchy but very technical sounds and sounds glorious mm. um you know big wide open spaces in it as well like really interesting guitar parts. Don't really know where it's going to go. Very catchy vocal hooks. I was like bang up for it. I thought this is really good. Um, Do you think there's catchy vocal hooks? Yeah, I think there's a few. There's a bit about slu- 
Yeah, it's, might, it's all over guitars a lot. It's kind of like, kind of, yeah, it's nice. It's what it's it's one of the yeah. Okay, no, no, carry on. I, I might well, I was just gonna say like there. that. I mean, that song in particular. I was like, what's he saying? Where he's, um, I, I can't actually remember the lines now, but oh, I'm not going to sing it. Fuck off. Um, but <laughs> no, 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 I'm not going to guest do request. No, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely not. But but yeah, there's there's a kind of pre-chorus bit which I think is really cool. Okay, um, and. Yeah, I think I think it's very fairly catchy. I do think when it sags around the middle, it really does sag. I think yes, it's fifty three minutes and seven seconds this record, and um, it's um, I really like Inchinor. I think they are, you know, as I said, I think they are a, a, not the top of the league of these kind of bands, but you know, a, a very very good kind of um, they make an excellent third band off the top from Euroblast or something like that, yeah. you know. Um, and I think they're very interesting and have taken that kind of mid-noughties gent, second second mention for gent, thing and um, like taken it into an interesting kind of jazzy sort of route. I think my thing with Inchinor is there are the two things which prevent them from being one of the best in, that, in those kind of uh, circles. And for me, that's a sense of identity. I don't think if you put Intranor on and then if you put like six tech bands on and said, you know, you played 10 seconds of six tech bands and said, which one's Intranor, mm. I would probably struggle, to be honest, to tell that you which a, one's Intranor. That is a, uh, an epidemic. That's that a scene. problem with this scene as a whole. Absolutely. And that, but, the, you know, uh, Carbom is, is an example of one where I would go, nope, that's Carbom. I can tell that's Carbom. Frontera. Frontera. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Like, yep, um, you know, um, but the, yeah, my second one was going to be hooks. I, I found, I, it, not all bands want to, or are interested in writing hooks. And I, I I'm, I, I'd have no idea if internet are interested in writing hooks or not, but I don't feel like, I think they have written, written records with hooks, but I just didn't, I listened to this half a dozen times. I just didn't, I never caught on to anything. It was really irritating because I the the, the last album, the direction of last things, I really enjoyed, and I really enjoyed uh, prehistoriousisms mm. as well. Two thousand thirteen. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so I have really enjoyed records in um, the past from Intronaut, but I felt like I had to work particularly hard for anything to stick on this album, and maybe I'm just not in the mood for it this week. I don't know. But um, I really wanted to be hooked in more than I was for this album in Don't particular. Don't get me wrong, it doesn't all stick. No, but no, I no, think no. the first couple I was really like, oh yeah, this is great. I was I, up for it. But, I, but is that quality? Is that the quality of the first two songs? Or is it because you've just started listening to it? And are you just fatigued halfway through? I, I, I mean, I'm not saying one way or the other, but Don't I'm know. curious. Yeah, yeah. Don't know. I think so. I think that first song is legit great, to be fair. Where what were you, Justine? What did you say, Justine? I thought it was fun. Yeah. Um, like so, they're actually they actually took me quite uh, by surprise because like it's quite not a departure from their old stuff, but they've definitely gone the more prog route with this album. It's more, I think it's the most melodic thing they've done. Yeah, hundred percent. Like so, there's less sort of like, I guess sort of carbon-esque riffs and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really fun. There was a lot going on. Like it wasn't. Yeah. I didn't feel like it. Uh, got boring or anything like that and i thought they were quite uh, very creative um 
with all their arrangements. Um, I, I, I just, don't think it gets boring, but as a listener, personally, I get fatigued. It's just because it. of that kind of music, though, I find, yeah. like, because me personally, like, I kind of am guilty of a breakdown kind of stuff and riffs and sort of resolving and stuff like that. So when I listen to this, I'm all, initially I'm like, wow, what's going on? And then it's almost like you have a sugar crash like yeah. halfway through yeah. where your yeah. mind's like finds yeah, it so yeah, hard yeah. to like really key into what's going on because everything's like doing trying to compete for your attention yeah, like yeah, the yeah. drums the vocals and the guitar so sugar yeah. crash is a really good way to mm. put it actually because mm. it, it's the exact same feeling yeah you almost you like, just oh. feel really like oh come on but yeah, it is yeah. it is really good and i can totally see like people who are really invested into that sort of music Oh God, yeah! Look, hey, if you like tech metal and you go to Euroblast or Tech Festival, you are gonna fucking love this record. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I mean, I was just thinking actually, it's a good point about that sort of sugar rush and um, the come down from it because I was like, what is it about the last few songs that don't hit me as hard as those first couple? And I can't really put my finger on exactly what it is, other than they just, I just sort of found myself zoning out a bit, and that makes me think that if you maybe swapped track two with track eight, would I now be sitting here going, oh, Pangloss is great. Mm. But actually, Pangloss towards the end is one of the better songs from the yeah. second half of the yeah. record. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Probably yeah. is the best song from the second half of the record. If I swap that with Cubanist, would that be... I'm not sure. Yeah. No. I mean, sure. in my opinion, despite despite actually really liking Intronaut generally, I do actually think every single Intronaut album is too long for my taste but i'm aware it's that definitely uh, again an, an epidemic in that scene a- again yeah yeah absolutely like <laughs> when it comes to self-editing that it's one of the scenes which is probably the worst for it mm. um but it's totally like with that kind of scene like it's it's almost like a, a flex of your musical ability it's so almost it's like all, showing off yeah it's like yeah. but not even i guess not even like a flex in the heart look at me it's almost sort of like a jam session yeah like it's yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. almost like they are pure musicians first before music fans a lot of these like people into this music so yep. it's almost yep. like yep. a free-flowing jam mm. a yep. lot of the time as yep. well it feels like at least 85 percent of the people who would attend a tech fest probably play guitar oh yeah uh, you and know. then they're not even interested in the vocalist they're looking at yep. what the hell's on that pedal yep. board yeah 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 yep. yeah which is fine like yeah. that's totally that's totally cool it's totally it's like, just, you know get hard on over no, pedals you know why not? <laughs> by the way no it isn't no it, <laughs> it, it, it is fine, fine. it's it, not fine it's just this, hate that shit it's just this music is only going to ever serve those people but then but then there is a, a, a surprisingly large market for it so yeah. you know um but i do think internet are one of the better ones yeah, of it, those it, bands, I, definitely it, i mean fuck me there's a little period where jonathan seltzer and metal hammer sent me every single fucking band from that, that scene and i just thought like you say there's absolutely no um there's absolutely no distinguishable qualities between sort of 85 percent of them i, I think and at least 85 percent is generous i think but yeah, yeah and yeah. at least internet are, are not that no agreed um yeah and i mean will i go back to this records when i've probably got two of their records that i already listened to on the, on the very rare occasion that I fancy listening to something like this and they're the band that I get picked out, I would say the likelihood is is, is unlikely because it's yeah. not... I rarely want to listen to this sort of stuff. And when I do, I rarely want to listen to Intronaut. And when I do want to listen to Intronaut, 
um, I think they've got better records than this. I, I agreed. Yeah, I mean, I would go to the direction of Last Things and previous yeah. historians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Historians, however you pronounce it, uh, before this one. So, will I go back to this loads? Probably not. It's probably the kind of record that, like, when they do tour here, I'll go. Oh, I better listen to that new record a couple of times before I see them because I'll want to know the songs a bit better. But, um, but yeah, you know, it's it. Good, very good band releases. Pretty good album. Yeah. basically that's about it Renfrey said she bites bonjour she does Not biting justine well yeah she, she you know full bonjour. well that she bites sometimes she's bitten you i've seen her biting you yeah but you know what did i do to deserve it? i probably did something to deserve it. <laughs> the only time you will be culpable she didn't didn't read the vibe you just gotta read the vibe <laughs> you gotta read the vibe look she loves it <laughs> she absolutely loves it uh, do you want to end the podcast or shall we just stroke bonjour for another half hour? Oh no, we'll, uh, we'll end the podcast. So there you go. Fluid existential inversions <laughs> by Intranet. What are you guys now? Right now. Hang out, bonjour. Um, <laughs> that's it. Uh, pretty much that's it. I was going to say, Justine, while you're here and you're stroking my cat, which you're more than welcome to do. She's a lovely thing. Um, do, any albums that have come out this year that you want to give a shout out to? Because you're someone with your finger on the pulse, I believe, in terms yeah. of music. Oh God, what's come out this year? So I, let's say in the last six months. Last six months, cool. So, in terms of rock and metal, I really like the new Holy Fawn EP. Oh, ah, yeah, I thought it was really, yeah, really, really good. Yeah. Um, when are they coming to the UK? Uh, hopefully, at some point this year. We're trying, to, we're trying to get them over. Okay, they want to come over, and people want them. So fingers I'm, crossed this year. Hopefully. Yeah, I yeah. really, You're really, fucking um, excellent band. Uh, so that was really good, and then. Been listening to a lot of hip hop. Oh, right. Yeah, I've been listening to um, a lot of Billy Woods. Um, I heard the name. Yeah, that's really good. If you mm -hmm. like, um, trying to think of a good reference point. Nova Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Nova Girls. Nova Twins. Oh, God, wow. it's just really good progressive <laughs> hip hop with a lot of um, social lyrics, social issue lyrics. Uh, it's yeah. Good. Mm -hmm. um, and what have I been listening to? Riff wise a lot. See, I'm really guilty of going back to my comfort stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's I something still, that I miss. <laughs> I still properly like rinse Power Trips albums. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still should, go back. Should be a new one of them coming out this year. I really? Yeah. New Power yeah. Trip. Oh, yeah. that's going to be an exciting time. Uh, I really like the new Code Orange singles as well. Single? One song. Single. Single. Uh, they have two, two now. Yeah. 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 I really like those two as well. Yeah. God, my mind's gone. I've been listening to so much. I'm not a poser, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening think. to Number of the Beast by Amazing. Just can on think loop of every day. Slayer! <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Um, well, that backfired. Is there anything on? Um, is there anything coming up on Holy Raw that which you want to bring? People's oh, attention I really to? should push that. Yeah, I? Should. Oh, Elephant Tree. <laughs> I was going to say Elephant Tree. Elephant yeah. Tree. Like, yeah, yeah. So I've loved that band for like three years now. Yeah. Um, and we've been like bullying them to come to our label for as long as three years. And they broke and signed to us. So yeah, I'm very happy about that. And, and, the and they're amazing. When, when's the album out? Yes. Because we will be reviewing the album. Uh, 24th of April. 24th of April. Um, okay, but they've so got a, a new away. single out sales and there's going to be another one coming on the 1st of April. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. But it's it's so sick. It's like a bit of Smashing Pumpkins, uh, Kaya slash Queen, uh, uh, early Queens of the Stone Age. Yes. Bit of like Led Zeppelin sort of 
to kind of bits bit of jams, of Pink Floyd. bit of Pink Floyd. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's so good. It's sort of like your dad would love it, but it's also very cool. Yeah, it's like really weird kind really. of mix. Like it's great. I'm, I, I and mean, it's so good life. Since we're talking about it, we shouldn't really do a spoiler for an album that I'm sure we will review in yeah, more yeah. depth at the end of April. But it's a very very good record. Um, you haven't done it, I'll do, like give her. Oh yeah, shit. And out. also, they're, they're, they're fucking touring with you as well. Oh, they're so good as well. Like yeah. blacklisted, modern life is war. Bit of half heart as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's definitely less PMA on this yeah. record. <laughs> yeah, it's about um, what's it? The album's called uh, and Sculpture of Violence. A sculpture of Violence, and it's about basically how mankind has to rely on violence. Yeah. Right. And like Lovely. sort of using others. And mm. it, it, the thing is that it's really great about that record is the lyrics aren't pointing the finger away. It's very like outwards. It's almost very much like it includes them in it sort of thing. Yeah. Like sort of takes like, you know, the piss out of like wearing Gildan hardcore t-shirts. Right. You know, obviously Gildan being a, a sweatshop. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's very like self-aware. Yeah. Which I really like because you can feel you feel like a lot of like sort of um, albums with those kind of lyrics like definitely point outwards. Yeah. And like you guys are fucking up rather than it's like oh yeah we're all fucking we're all up. fuck ups yeah. yeah we yeah. we all wear those shoes we all yeah, 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 yeah. we all wear yeah. Nikes. fucking that's a really good album and yeah they're cool guys as well really like intelligent cool guys we. We'll probably do that in a, on a catch up at some oh, point. Oh shit! And Gargandra as well. We released that this year towards oh, the yeah, sun. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We, really we we reviewed the Gargandra record. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, we, it was alright. Uh, <laughs> should have done Giver over that. <laughs> we should have done Giver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we could still do Giver. We could still do Giver. Well, I'm sure we will. We'll do it on a catch up. We yeah, will yeah, do. Yeah. yeah. We'll do uh, all right. Cool. Well, hey. If you thought we were going a bit too right wing by uh, reviewing Five Finger Death Punch next week. Burzum, a new album from <laughs> from Vi- I'll be definitely a, doing that. That'll be a cuddly old time, won't it? Rimfrey? All right. Well, look, look. Okay, we have to, we we are having editorial discussions at the moment as to whether we're going to review the Burzum album or we're not. We're reviewing. Uh, the new someone's very keen to do it, I'm and so uh, someone's less sure. Um, I really want to do it. I'm the deciding vote will yet. go to Justine. Um, <laughs> God. So. I stumbled across his YouTube channel and I found yeah. his white supremacy playlist. Oh, <laughs> so, lovely. Yeah. His new album is <laughs> 23 tracks or 24 tracks and it is 93 minutes long, which is yeah. another reason why indulgent. I don't want to review it. <laughs> but hey, yes, we can just review him though, can't we? <laughs> we could, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, finally found something worse than the Green Day album. <laughs> Uh, uh, go over to musicism.net put right in the checkout in capitals you get 25% off all of your courses which are very very good indeed um, we'll be back next week and we, we might not be talking about Burzum we might we might not we might we might not but we um, will be talking about uh, today is the day yes I'd like to do that next mm. week uh, fuck what else um, something else some other stuff Burzum Justine thank you so much for joining us yeah go thank see us on serve me. on tour yes um, I'll be begin their tour in Southampton on the 6th of March and they're doing 15 dates around the UK and Europe so you don't have any with Palm Reader and Cruelty for the UK and Giver for Europe there you go it's pretty exciting thanks for coming on Justine we appreciate it Uh, hope you didn't have to say anything too controversial about (laughs) do you know what it's really hard reviewing albums because I I I know how much effort it is to go like into like releasing music, and even mm. if I don't like something necessarily, it breaks my heart saying it's rubbish. <laughs> like, 
It doesn't break ours, does no, it? No, no. Well, we, we the vultures. Yeah. <laughs> Ripping the flesh from the bones. Yeah, we are. Oh, well. We're usually pretty nice about everything, no, aren't we? You're right. You're nice about my band, which is the main important I think, thing. I think... <laughs> well, it was until I saw Mother Vulture, and now I don't give a fuck about it anymore. <laughs> it's okay. I... I you're just playing with me it's fine you're just showing off in front of your friends <laughs> when you when you release your eighth album and call it gate or something like that with an eight at the end G8. Well, i was gonna G8. do employed to serve but start changing the s to a dollar sign <laughs> <laughs> that's good That'd that's very good. new metal that's very third generation new metal, I'm, I'm literally i've booked my hair in as i'm gonna get some green dreads <laughs> I just, I just feel like we haven't spent much time on the the sort of aesthetic of employed serves. So I really want to, want to go. You've got go the boiler with suits it. now. Come on. Oh god, can you imagine playing that? Oh, <laughs> don't ask them what to do it. Were the, were they a good idea? Because when when you're no, playing, is not boiler suits. We're windbreakers. I apologise. <laughs> right. When you when Silly you bastards. when you're when you're playing in heat in heat. So, oh god, that's the wrong way to put it as well. When you're playing in a very <laughs> hot, in heat. Sorry, when you're playing in an incredibly hot climate, yeah. which occasionally you do, that must be quite tough, mustn't it? Yeah, but it's sick because we're from England and it's always really cold. True. But like, yeah, when we have ventured out of England, uh, to south of France, the Hellfest, which was incredible, we were in direct sunlight and I was kind of worried about them melting because <laughs> they're kind of like, yeah, they're not bin liners because they're a bit more premium than that for twenty nine ninety nine. Um, <laughs> oh, well, I would like to buy one of them. Where can I buy one, Justine? <laughs> From uh, employedtoserve.bandcamp.com. <laughs> oh, right. Have you started yeah. selling them? Ah, oh, genius! Fucking ages. All right, calm down. Oh, you know, guys, I know where you live. I'll, I'll send you one. Yeah. You can match me. Oh, little group. Absolutely. I tell you what. If you do send, if you do send us one, I will wear it to the show. Thank you. One hundred percent. We, we open too. the pit up as well. Is this still on? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're still recording, aren't we? Sorry, no. are, we talking, are we still talking to you? Yeah, we are. Sorry, guys. We uh, we seem to have just Perfect continued recording. Perfect to our conversation. <laughs> we seem to have just continued on just hanging with the guys after the podcast is finished. But uh, we are genuinely going to go now. Um, thanks very much for coming on, Justin. Thanks, Justin. We'll see you on tour. Nice to see you. And um, yeah, can't wait to talk about um, Burzum and all the things that I uh, definitely Christ. agree with him on uh, <laughs> next week. Cheery bye. I like See you guys music. in the pit. <laughs>